0: Hello and welcome to Ram and the Courage of the Prairie Box.
1: Greetings, everyone. I am Alex, and joining me today for Ram Jack is my good friend and my co-host, Brad. Hello, friend. Hello.
0: Hello. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. I I'm a stick, uh I mistook you for Brad. Hello, Jughead Jones.
0: Relax, Alex. Relax.
1: <laughs> Brad, tell people what you have on your head.
0: Uh, right now I'm wearing my straight up, uh, Jughead crown. What?
1: You're going to have to take a, well, you'll be taking mini pictures at the Comic-Con this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, Defo. this hat is amazing.
0: Thank you. Thank
1: I you. love the side. You kind of have it to the
0: side. Mm-hmm. Tilted. A jaunty, jaunty Jughead angle. I appreciate the jaunt friend. It looks yeah. good. Thank you. Thank you. You could probably
1: eat. Once you wear it, you could probably sell it on, uh, Etsy or something. For quite a bit of money, because the one that they were selling in Hot Topic always gets sold out, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's as nowhere near as cool as what you've got, friend.
0: I mean, yeah, and I, I learned a lot in making this. I can make I can make a lot more of these, um, a lot faster than this one. Um, got my pattern figured out now. Um, and honestly, the uh, the materials cost of making this is uh, let's see, uh, four dollars worth of felt. Wow. If that. If that. Yeah.
1: So, you'll mark it up, obviously.
0: Definitely. How high is too high? I think, How I high think, is I think too good charge. Uh, what would you pay for this beautiful Jughead hat, Alex?
1: If, um, I would pay $30 for it. Easy. You would pay $30 for it. But that's right, me just right. saying off the top of my head.
0: Right. And, and, but you're, noticing, you're notably cheap. Um, I, I, feel, I, feel like, I feel like uh, this could go for... <sighs> lot more than that even um, if anyone would like to make an offer please uh, just drop me a message uh, listen it's always uh, jughead hats are always available crafts are always available i'm just saying uh please send money i'm so poor i'm so poor please help please it looks help like, it looks
1: like the hot topic one costs 16 dollars, but again it does not look oh, as cool Gar- as
0: yours. But it doesn't look like a jug hat either looks dumb
1: the one that's supposed to the, a one that looks just like the one in the show like the new <laughs> show goes for $32. So, oh,
0: $32 and it's not even doesn't even look like jughead. It looks like the Riverdale jughead. Come on. Get a real jughead hat. Um I I think I think I think 45. I think 45 easy. It would have not it would have <sighs> The hot
1: topic one is just off enough that it's weird. Like why the hell did they put all this? I mean, cuz you can mass produce this thing. It can't be that hard. For 16 bucks, you get a, p- a poor man's imitation. With Brad's, you get an artisanal Jughead hat
0: mm. that
1: um, no one's going to mistake who you're cosplaying as. Easy.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: Cannot wait to hear about what happens on your adventures, friend. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this show is going to be another kind of loose episode. Cash App. We do cover a movie from 1987, I think. Oh, boy. G.I. Joe, the movie. <laughs>
0: And what a movie!
1: Oh yes, so um, many questions, so a many lot questions. Of questions. But we'll get to that in a minute, guys. We're gonna talk about other things first. Where do we start, Brad? Uh, I open um, the floor to you, friend.
0: So, uh, so many things. Um, I'm just, I'm just scanning through this uh, hot topic Riverdale um section, which is real kooky. Um, real, real kooky selection of uh, Riverdale merch. Um, I just want to say out of the bat. Uh, I saw the Riverdale finale um last week. Yeah. Um guy yeah, by the time this podcast is out, the whole second season is on Netflix, so um Perfect. everybody needs to needs to get caught up. Um because Manzies, that is a crazy show. Um good news, I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Um Veronica's not trying to open up a casino anymore. That was ridiculous. You can't have a high school kid opening a casino. She's opening a speakeasy in the basement of Pops.
1: <laughs> Pops has a basement?
0: Yeah, yeah. Pops kind of has like
1: a trailer-like quality to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so the basement. A basement are a hellmouth because we do during, know where Pops during, is getting his,
0: oh, <laughs> his well, lucky yeah, funding was, from. Listen, he made a deal with the devil. Um, back in Prohibition times, uh, Pops um had a speakeasy in the basement. So Veronica's gonna reopen that as a cool nightclub.
1: How old is Pops? Did Pops also get immortality when the devil? <laughs> well, no, it was well, it was
0: originally Pops' father. We also learned that in the comic okay. book. Okay. Um, Pops' father originally ran ran it. So um, was his dad the one that made the deal? No, no, no. no. Pops definitely, is the one that made the deal with the devil. Definitely Defin- Pops. Pops is the one that made that Winter Solstice deal. But you know pops,
1: pops is Pops. Had to at least be into the dark arts or something for the devil to turn his head. Are you telling I mean, me the aroma of these hamburgers wafted all the way to the very depths of hell where Lucifer was like, wait a minute. Something, tastes, well, something smells good.
0: I mean, you know, I think it's very possible. Um, I would not rule it out. Sounds about right.
1: Hmm. Where's God in all this?
0: Hmm. Where's Great God
1: question. for uh, the common man just trying to make it with his burger joint?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Great question. Great question. Um, Alex, I've seen some movies and shows uh, recently. Um, what have you seen recently? Um,
1: A lot. I have seen... I'll, we'll go ahead and get it out of the way. I've seen the the Infinity War movie. Yes. It took nice. me long enough. It took me about three, maybe four weeks. I don't remember. Hey, and I have seen it. So I'm special. Yes. Um, the I went in completely spoiled on almost everything you could get spoiled on. Mm-hmm. Of course I listened to Jonathan and Brandon's episode about it. I They carried me through their review of all the other Marvel movies... I couldn't just stop, and there was a time when I realized—I think I mentioned it on the podcast—where I, I I had to decide on whether I was going to mow the yard or go see Infinity War. <laughs> and I decided, you know what? It's time to be an adult. Obviously, I think I'm going to mow the yard, and I did. So I listened to Infinity War spoiler podcast while I was doing it, and nothing was spoiled. You I, know, spoiled. Yeah. People die, and you're like, all right. I mean, cool. I guess. But yeah. it didn't It didn't cheapen the movie at all for me. The spectacle, no. you can't really spoil the spectacle of it. Or yeah. all the unique... Unless unless someone's just showing you the movie. Like, it's... Yeah. You can't. No. Um, went in fully spoiled. Wasn't disappointed. It was a really, really fun comic book movie. Yeah. Loved it. Didn't feel like... What was it? Two and a half hours?
0: Yeah. It's a long one. It's long.
1: Um, I thought of the podcast because while I was waiting for the movie to start one maria menunez was not there she was Ooh. not on the screen it was something were
0: you, else or you, you were not at a regal were you
1: not at a regal I was at an amc see? sadly
0: see that's you don't you don't you don't get a newbie with maria menunez
1: didn't realize um so the people beside me waiting all had their phones out we all had our phones out because it's 2018 sure but some of them were watching videos in the theater very loudly and laughing
0: Nope. Fuck.
1: Yeah, no. I was like, oh man. Thankfully right. they stopped pretty quickly as more people headphones. filtered in.
0: Headphones. You don't we have all, headphones with you. We all carry headphones with us 24 hours a day, right? Like, what's hope. the deal? I mean, like, I do. <laughs> I have rat. shower headphones, guys. Like You have shower headphones? I have shower a, headphones. That's yep. a new
1: revelation. I didn't know no. that.
0: Sometimes sometimes I'm like, listen, I it's a tough morning. I need I, I need a podcast to follow me into the shower because, like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, and I got some waterproof headphones that, like, I and they're the ones that I that I wear in the shower. Wait a minute. Where did your phone go? Well, the phone's just, like, in the bathroom, but not in the shower.
1: Oh, so they're Bluetooth headphones, too. Yeah. Perfect. Oh,
0: yeah. I, yeah. At this point, I'm I'm 100% Bluetooth headphones. I have, like, six pairs. As you should. Yeah.
1: That's the best way to do it. I think yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to get some waterproof Bluetooth headphones for this purpose. Yeah. um also it's got to be better when I mow the yard because my wired headphones are not it gets off oh, no, Alex,
0: Alex you can't have wired look like, you can get blue, good Bluetooth headphones for thirty dollars
1: then I will have them
0: <laughs> huh. I'll send you some recommendations
1: please do actually um yeah because yeah I do have a Bluetooth speaker that I've I've tried to listen to in the bathroom it just doesn't the sound doesn't carry very well
0: I got one as well I liked it for a little while but it was like ah
1: I remember those old shower speakers. Someone gave me one for Christmas where you would, like, put it around the shower. Mm. Um, and, yeah, it was just a radio. But I was thinking, why do I want to listen to the radio? <laughs> I mean, we used it. It's just, like, I don't on the radio for me to listen to. I can't, I'm can't. i not really a radio guy anymore. Obviously, I'm all in on podcasts and streaming music. Yeah. Brad, do we want to just go ahead and talk about Infinity Ward at any length or anything else yeah, we want to sure. say about it?
0: Sure. Like, if you got something to say... At this point, Alex, by the time it's been out, you're the last person to see it. Everyone else that cared has seen it. And also, as we've said, there's nothing really to spoil in the movie. Like, at this point, you know a lot of people died. Like, that's the only thing that's really a spoiler, I think. So...
1: Yeah, and even then, it's like, well, how do they die? Why do they die? Oh,
0: um, Um, Eco-terrorist Thanos. Eco-terrorist Thanos. What
1: What did you think about Thanos?
0: I mean, I... It was good. I like. I. I don't. I think it, it's. I. You can't have him like like trying to impress death. That's that's a that's lot. Super weird. That's a lot. That's I don't a wanna... lot for a movie. We don't have time for that.
1: <laughs> Did we talk about it the last time? So not only do people people think that Thanos is hot. Do you know this? Oh, it's, it's really? the same group of people who think like the robot of lost in space is hot. <laughs> Again, not to backtrack on fast episodes.
0: Everybody like there's somebody out there that thinks everything is hot. So. Out of all of those, though, I think Thanos is probably the most
1: human-like. If you were going to go on a date with either, if you were going to, yeah, if you were going to humgate ghost Thanos, it, and the robot from Lost in Space, I think you're going to like...
0: Oh, yeah. I'm going to be like, what's up, sexy Grimace? Yeah. Because it looks like,
1: it looks like, what is it, Josh Brolin? What is his name? Yeah. It looks just, it looks very, very much like him. So it's like, all right, it's just him with a weird chin and, you know, bulked out. You've been in the gym, sure. Pennywise never. No, Fox awesome no. space robot. I mean, he can Ooh. follow
0: me around, I guess. I mean, that's a it's a creepy robot. Um, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no.
1: It's weird, but uh, yeah, you can't have him. You can't have him like infatuated with death. I think they they made his character better. Like he, he's not just. I mean, what is he in yeah. a comic book? He's just like an I, over I, the top I... like. Comic yeah, book it's, villain. It's a, it's,
0: yeah, it's a cartoon villain. I uh, he wants theory. to fucking you know kill people. Like it's and we we gotta punch him. <laughs> so so it it does make a little
1: more sense as a character. Mm-hmm. But he also I love that he does come off cr-
0: crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's, that's the best part about it. Yeah, it's like a, it's an understandable megalomania. Yeah, it's like uh, okay, this guy uh, like because like you get the fucking Infinity Gauntlet. Like, why don't you just like make, make more resources? Well, yeah. That- <laughs> like, like, why don't you just do anything else? Why are you going to kill like all all the things?
1: Make a paradise. Bring back the people that you just killed. Like, why did your planet have to die? Was Titan? Yeah, if I mean, if, if you like, could bring if, them all back,
0: or like, because like eventually, when, isn't somebody just going to do this again? I mean, you think so? Like, because I mean. <sighs> It doesn't make, you know, it doesn't. It
1: doesn't make sense. There, there are some economic, not economic, but I guess, um, I, there is some, let's say, science around, I guess, cutting a population in half at when it's past its peak, like growth level. But I mean, you're going above and beyond to try to explain something in a comic book. No one's logically thinking, oh, we should cut fifty percent of the population. I, I have read some things about it. I guess post Infinity War, it's like, look, actually. If you cut off fifty percent of the population at certain points, they wouldn't—they sh- wouldn't like balloon back up. They would stay steady. And here's how I, we know this: it was weird. I was thinking, I, all right, guys, this is a fun it. comic book abstract, I guess. But don't pretend that this is anything.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know what the I like. I I don't want to read those articles. Um, I think it was put up by the Institute
1: time. of Thanos, to be honest with you. <laughs>
0: Because <laughs> that also, like, I can't even imagine the logic that says you it's able to predict that. Because that sounds real dumb.
1: Um, so I liked. I thought Thanos was a, was fun. I didn't think he was. Re- a lot of people say he's sympathetic. I didn't find him sympathetic. I found him a crazy man. Like he was like, all right, well, you're nuts. Also strong. I mean, he's
0: sympathetic in the way Richard the sympathetic. Sure. Um. All right. You can sympathize with him, whilst finding him to be an abhorrent monster.
1: I mean, yeah, abhorrent monster. When he was crying before, um, when he was looking at Gamora, and she was like, "Oh man, <laughs> that was that was sad." Because uh-huh. you did. I mean, you also felt the emotion. The CG in this was amazing. Like we've come a long way, and yeah, it was great. Hit what his magician guy. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name really creepy-looking, no-nose, Voldemort-looking sure. guy, mm-hmm. that character was pretty creepy. Like, yeah. he was probably the scariest thing in the movie. Oh,
0: yeah. Little Joey
1: would not think. have been able to handle that guy, I don't think.
0: So, uh, what was your favorite uh, wacky uh, um, character uh, pair-up? We had a F- lot of we had a fun little groups together.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I really liked... I mean, I think everyone kind of... My favorite group might have been the one that was went to Titan overall. Like, obviously, the um, Thor, or the Guardians of the Galaxy was great. And then when Thor split up with uh, Rocket Raccoon and baby, our teenage Groot, that was awesome. Hmm. Like, they had, a, I, I liked their uh, misadventure to go forge a new weapon, a master weapon.
0: Yeah. I just love Thor stuff.
1: Just more Thor stuff. I also love that Thor was the one who missed... Un, just like Silver Surfer did in the comic book, it was someone. That was the one thing I yeah. was looking for. Like, who's gonna miss? Are they gonna keep this from the comic book where there's one person that has one job and doesn't do it right? It was Thor. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Thor. And Th- Thanos even calls him on it, which is even better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is is Vision like gone? I mean, maybe I. The the thing is, it's because it's all about like these actors, but I'm like. I feel like they've they've primed it perfectly to where they can reboot they can reboot Vision and have a different actor now. Interesting. Because yeah. like because like Shuri like you know was doing all that stuff and like we don't know if she finished you know, but I feel like she could have downloaded it enough to be like oh yeah I got Vision back and then we just replace him with a new actor if Paul Bettany doesn't want to come back and do it again. Like I feel it's a real I feel it's a really easy. All right, let's get a cheaper actor. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, do they even need cheaper actors? They make all the money now.
1: Yeah. I guess if you have to budget it out, especially with these, but, I mean, God. Yeah, with,
0: when you got all these fucking, you know, all this many characters, and like, because, you know, I mean, we're still going to have our solo movies, but I think we're going to get a lot more, you know, groups and pairs, and, um, because I, I, I think that's really, because I, I really think they, they hit on it with Thor Ragnarok, when you oh, had yeah. Thor and 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 hulk and uh valkyrie like you got like you just got these like weird groups and i feel like that's i feel like they may lean into that a little bit and use some of these characters that way I,
1: I i loved so i haven't seen the newest spider-man movie yet sadly so but i've seen nearly every other marvel movie i think i have seen every marvel movie except for spider-man um oh and the second um the winter soldier captain america movie oh <sighs> All the, the other ones, ones I've the seen. Good ones. Oh yeah, I mean I'll get back to them. So out of all the characters, those are the only two that kind of aren't as, I guess, known to me. But I mm-hmm. thought they did an expert job. Like if you had seen every Marvel movie up to now, it was a great film to watch. It was like, all right, mm-hmm. this is what we've been building to. Let's let's roll with this. Yeah. I I like Captain, I, not Captain America. Oh, I and mean, I did like Captain America. I wish they'd give him a real shield though. Those like shield gauntlet things. I'm like, all right, you're better than this. Give him a vibranium shield. You had all. You made that one guy, a, a Bucky gets a, a new vibranium like ornate arm. You can't give Captain America his
0: own shield. I mean, listen. He didn't choose those I, gauntlets. I, I, I'm sure they'll get around it. They were listen. They were a little rushed. Um, a lot of creatures were attacking. I don't think they had time to like. Oh, let me go. Let me go. Uh, make you a round shield with a star on it.
1: Did you think Wakanda did the right thing opening the shield gate? Or should they just have kept it shut and be like,
0: nah. <laughs> I mean, they were they were going to get through. Did they? Well, the one guy was already inside. Yeah. I mean, but, like, the thing was they were trying to, weren't they, like, trying to go around at that point? Yeah, so some, uh, of, some of those creatures, yeah. like, the... And the real thing, because they were just trying to, like, stall them so they could um, get the, get vision finished. Yeah.
1: Which they may or may not have done. That one dude came out of nowhere. The weakest of whatever Thanos' guys are, because he got hurt so many times. Yeah, killed easily. Who is your who was who your favorite of like whatever Thanos' dark clan was?
0: Oh, I, I, yeah, I think that 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 main creepy looking guy that was torturing Doctor yeah. Strange, because like by far he was the, he was just the creepiest. Because the other there was there was there was the lady, and then there was the big rock dude. Um, was there another one? <laughs> like I don't know.
1: Well, there was the there was the guy that had like I guess the same similar weapon to what Loki had in the first movie. He was the one that always kept trying to get the Soul Stone out of um, Vision's head
0: because oh, yeah, he had that yeah. special
1: tool for it.
0: Uh, yeah, they all kind of. I mean, they all meld together. But they into, really like, do into like space monsters. Like I don't, I don't know. They're all A bunch space of space monsters. Monsters. A bunch I like all space monsters.
1: I really liked all of the uh, Doctor Strange stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was cool. And again, I, I really like the cast of characters on Titan, like those Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy people. I love when they... It was just, God, just a fun movie.
0: Yeah. Like, you can't I, really... I, I love that they took the time to do the Drax um, turning invisible joke, because that took up a fair amount of time in that movie, <laughs> and it was well worth it.
1: Oh, yeah. There's everything with them. I loved when um, their interaction with Thor, when uh, Star-Lord starts trying to mimic, mimic his voice. Which was, I mean, yeah, that's when you knew you were in, that they really captured the Guardians of the Galaxy in it, and you were in for a, I would say, more than a yeah. fun ride. This was, this was, this was a good time.
0: Definitely, definitely. Can't
1: definitely. wait for the next one. I, I, I was just super excited. I was like, all right, I want to see the next one. Yeah. I will definitely see the new Ant-Man movie. I'm definitely going to go see the new Marvel, uh, was it Miss Marvel movie? Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. Captain,
0: Captain Marvel, thank you.
1: I don't know which versions of them. I mean, there is yeah. a Miss Marvel in oh, yeah. the Marvel Universe.
0: Yeah, I'm the assuming person. they're not yeah, related. It's... Oh, they are no, the no, same. No. It's Miss Marvel. She then became a Captain Marvel.
1: Oh, she got promoted.
0: Oh. She she got a promotion, <laughs> big time promotion, space promotion.
1: Guy, <laughs> <laughs> just super fun. I mean, I can't I can't say anything other else about it other than which yeah. is super fun. Like what yeah, what it's... else can you say? It's just like yeah, hey, it's it was a really great. Giant... You should go see
0: it. It's a big giant fun movie. Like it's it, it's exactly what it is and perfectly fine good movie um oh, yeah i saw a deadpool 2 uh last weekend um oh. another josh Brolin um superhero movie um that is also a very fun movie
1: i heard it's so it's got cable in it
0: yeah yeah
1: everyone on the internet's like all right guys i know you just saw the deadpool movie are about to go see it do you want to know about cable because there's a lot to unpack there <laughs> But I guess they don't get into any of that in the film, right? I'm sure it's, like, ambiguous and just, like, who is this guy?
0: Yeah, they don't go into, like, Cable's backstory because, I mean, they don't have... The the movie is only two hours long, so they don't have time to go into fucking Cable's backstory because that's, like, a five-hour fucking ordeal. Oh, easily. (laughs) So, um... But it's... No, it's... it's, It is quite enjoyable, and that movie... Like, the first Deadpool was great in, like, how over the top it is and how much like playing around with like the x-men franchise of films and comic book world it does but the second deadpool movie they really amp it up like they do some stuff i I, like and i don't want to spoil things it's a really it's a really really fun movie i just i love colossus in the deadpool movies. it's so funny (laughs) and i feel like there's even more like jokes like it's even more over the top um (laughs) At one point, um, Deadpool, like, straight up calls Cable Thanos.
1: (laughs) That is awesome.
0: Because it's Josh Brolin. Um, It's, i it's, it's clever. Like, it's, you think, like, I just, again, the movie's only two hours, and I think that's good, because I think, and I keep thinking, like, okay, at some point during this movie, you're gonna get, like, Deadpool fatigue, and it's gonna be, like, enough, enough already. But it's really, it's really well-paced, and, like, you never really get tired of it.
1: That's awesome. Which
0: like I, I think is—I think that's the most impressive thing about the Deadpool movies. Do you think it's going to be enough to to restart the
1: X Men franchise? Isn't that what they're trying to do with Deadpool?
0: Yeah, I don't know, because like I—I I think like I mean—are are they just going to lean into Deadpool more? Because I—I I know they're wanting to do an X Force movie now, um, which—and I don't know, like, because I know they've—they've they've already made that um, Dark Phoenix movie, um, but it's sitting on a shelf as well as the. Um, New Mutants movie is sitting on a shelf, and wow. it's going to be sitting on a shelf. It's like coming out till next year, and it was finished forever ago. That's and nuts. that New Mutants movie looks really good too. Which I, but.
1: I haven't seen anything for the New Mutants movie. Do they have a trailer oh, out already.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a trailer out since I think last fall. Like it's ridiculous. But yeah, they're doing like the the Demon Bear um, story.
1: I don't know what the Demon Bear story is.
0: Well, it's really good, but it looks like they're doing it more as a horror movie. Interesting. Yeah which would be really neat.
1: Horror movies with mutants with powers? Yeah. I could buy it. I could see it.
0: So, I don't I don't really understand what like the X-Men movie universe is now. Um, cuz I feel I don't I, no one saw Deadpool coming. <laughs> like they had no idea what they and I I feel like I mean, I don't know what they're going to do now. They're just going to have like Deadpool cameo in like a regular X-Men movie going forward or something cuz I don't know what you do cuz like, they're pretty much at the end of the line with, this, you know, the first class group.
1: Yeah. I mean, after the Phoenix movie, it's done, yeah. isn't it?
0: I mean, I think it has to be. Because, like, otherwise, then you get into, like, well, why isn't it Patrick Stewart? And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we finished Logan out, so what are we going to... Re- we, do we recast Wolverine or something? Like, what do you do? And I think it's... It's just, I don't, I don't, I, they're really trapped into a box, and I think they got real lucky with Deadpool, so I think they're just gonna keep playing in that world as much as they can, but I don't, I don't know what you do. I don't know what the hell you do.
1: <laughs> we shall see. Huh. I guess, but you would definitely say Deadpool is more, is a fun ride?
0: Definitely a fun ride. And it's only two hours, which, like, again, these superhero movies, like... It, just a breezy two hours, i was like, wow, I can't believe this thing is over already. I, I feel like I should be in the theater for another hour and a half or something. <laughs> this is crazy.
1: I, I I appreciate that, Deadpool movie, that you're not monopolizing people's time. Yeah. Not that it's not, again, I would say most of the time it's a super fun ride, but there's a lot of movies I've seen that have gone past two hours and a half, all the Lord of the Rings movies, that just are like, no, what are, what are we doing? Someone should have been in there editing better.
0: Yeah. It's a fun time. Exciting time. times. One
1: time. Can I... Uh-huh. Can I... Well, I was going to say, can I recount to you another piece of media, a television show... Oh. Um, that kind of blew my mind. Sure. Um, so, as I as I said on, a, on, on another podcast before this one, Emily and I are going back and watching Grey's Anatomy, which never ceases to amaze me what they do, because it's insane. Uh, there have been two episodes so far that really stand out, and the one... And the only reason... I don't save this for us to do as an Alfio is it's a two-parter. And if they had done good editing, they could have made it a one-parter easy. But it's television and they draw it out and it goes over two episodes and they're like 45 minutes each and I'm like, at that point, I can't ask Brad and or Jonathan or anyone who might be guesting to watch a Grey's Anatomy movie. (laughs) (laughs) As fun as it would be, there's a lot of like melodramatic lulls-ish. They're still really funny. But let me... Let me just tell you what happened in one. I knew that we were in for a wild ride when Christina Ritchie showed up. She's not on the show normally, but when she came in, I thought, wait a minute. This is someone who is in Speed Racer, who is in Casper the Friendly Ghost, who is in Adam's Family. Nice. All the most she, important credits. All our most important credits. Black, okay. Black Snake Moan.
0: Oh, God. She, <laughs>
1: she comes in, a wide-eyed paramedic, in an ambulance. She's wheeled in beside the guy that they bring in, and they're asking her, why are you over there? And she kind of shrugs and looks, and her hand is inside the chest cavity of the patient they just brought in. They couldn't stop the bleeding. She couldn't stop the bleeding on the ambulance. The only way she could was to put her hand over it, and something happened, and now her hand is basically stuck inside of this guy. Ugh. And it's Christina so You know that this is going to be a special, one of the, a special episode without them mentioning it. Wow. It had to be a mid-season. They're going to
0: chop the hand off and leave it inside. <laughs>
1: Sew it up. <laughs> um. So they got to deal with that, and they're thinking, "All right, well, we've got to, we got to get in there. We're going to have to be really careful when you pull your hand out because he'll bleed to death if we don't do this right. So let's take all the proper precautions, Christina. I know this is a lot to ask. We need you to keep your hand in there." And that's a whole thing for a while because she can't... Brad, she's like 23. She, This is not what she signed up for. She's happy just, to
0: help. Listen, if you don't want to keep your hand in a dude's chest, you shouldn't have put it there to begin with. Life lesson. <laughs> life lesson.
1: I think they say that. Uh, <laughs> so, okay, there's another doctor who's, who's a hard ass. She is like one of the, the main surgeons and she's teaching like the residents. Not residents, I guess the interns. The resident she's a resident. Um but she's pregnant, she's gonna give birth to a baby. So she comes in and she's gonna have give birth to a baby they call her husband. Her husband comes in. I think in. Christina
0: Ricci puts her hand and then she's got two people. Ah! <laughs>
1: well, okay, so they call her husband in and he's late. He comes in on an ambulance. He got into a car wreck on the way to the hospital, Brad. Oh boy. Um, he comes in, um he has like bleeding in his brain. Something crazy happens. They have to do surgery immediately. So she's like, where the hell's my husband? And they're keeping this from her. I don't know why. They can just tell her, hey, your husband's... I mean, maybe they think that it might... I mean, because she's giving birth. Like, she is giving birth in the episode. Like She's gone into labor. I mean,
0: it's a very stressful moment. I don't know if you really want to add to the stress. Yeah, True. I, 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 and that's where they're
1: coming from and I get it but at the same time this woman is a very strong person I think she can handle as a character everything they've shown us so far thinks she can handle it she doesn't handle it though they never tell her but it's the fact that they don't tell her that makes it hard for her to handle it yeah we're setting the stage Brad
0: oh boy oh boy so the
1: wife of the guy who's Christina Ricci's hand is inside of comes in she's screaming she's so distraught she's like ah! 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 Like screaming in everyone's face. This one guy screams at her and she kind of like screams back and then cowers and it's just a And then Christina mess. Ricci
0: puts her arm around her <laughs> but then she won't let her go. So now we'll know
1: what's And they're all in the surgical room. They gotta like I just really it down. want both
0: of her arms <laughs> to be trapped and her to be stuck in the metal. That's my only goal in this.
1: So <laughs> she comes in and the guy's brother comes in. Um and they have a secret, which I'll get to in a second, because it Ooh. is a doozy. I got to play some other
0: groundwork. So the main guy. Who, wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. We got wife wife and guy's brother have a secret? Well, yeah. But Christina Ritchie re- gra- has a secret with a guy.
1: Christina Ricci has a secret that she doesn't know about. Oh, boy. She's not related to the guy that's on the She's just a paramedic. She's like a kid in school who does this. Um, like she's going to college to be a medical. She is unrelated to the guy hand in his chest. All right, all right. The wife is calmed down. She's mad at the brother. They're arguing and a secret comes out. That is awesome. But first, I need to lay some more groundwork to show oh, you boy. where the stakes are. So the guy who's doing the surgery on the Christina Ritchie's patient, <laughs> his name is Burke. He's one of the resident surgeons. He's good. He's like your go to surgeon for pretty much everything. That's basic stuff. And he's like the best at what he does. Okay, so he's been, he's had, started a relationship with one of the interns who's working there. And um, she's going to be in the room with, I think she's helping with the brain surgery on the other doctor's husband who was in a car wreck. So the, but the surgeon, the neurosurgeon working on him is also a resident, one of the best neurosurgeons. He's been having an off and on affair with another woman who's also there. Also, he was married. They, they were supposed to get divorced. They were separated. To another doctor who comes to the hospital and is also now a resident. And she's also in the mix. She's the person that is the doctor of the doctor who's having the baby. So everyone's fucking everybody or wants to fuck people. Let me, the neurosurgeon chose his, his doctor wife who is estranged from. And he's going to try to make that relationship work. So the intern and him are on shaky ground. And we all know that they're still in love. We all know that at any moment they could be making out and he's going to leave his wife because he hates her. It's made very clear throughout the television show that he hates her and I do not know why he's trying to make that work. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'm trying to tell you where all the stakes are for people who would be invested in this and why this is amazing. So, um, Dr. Gray, the person this show is named after, she is in love with the neurosurgeon who's uh, I guess Dr. McDreamy and he's the one who's doing they're playing a surgery on the doctor's baby's father. <laughs> She's in with Christina Ritchie, and Burke's girl is in with Miss um, McDreamy doing the neuro like the brain surgery. Just setting these things up.
0: Right, right.
1: So everyone's at their place, they're on the same floor, they're doing these things, they're about to cut open the guy and like prepping Christina Ritchie. We learn that that hole in that guy's chest was of his own doing on accident. You see, him and his brother are really big into military history. They love battles. They love weapons.
0: Ugh, gross. They
1: made their own, accurate to their knowledge, are like, um, their own bazooka. And in his chest is the head of a bazooka weapon that they made. That's live ammunition, Brad.
0: <laughs> what? And
1: the, and the wife is saying this casually. Like, this is something that happened. She's like, I can't believe you guys play with this stuff. It's just so stupid. And the, and the guy's like, well, you know, it's not stupid. We did our best. We suspect. Like, it, you would be able to make another reproduction. Like, that thing is, you know, it could blow up, you know, if we do it right. And the guy's like, wait a minute. Tell me what happened. And they say that it went into his chest. And that's when the doctors got there. He has a live ammunition ammuni- like, in his chest. So one of the other doctors runs up before they cut it open because it could go off. Right. And they go in like, wait, 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 wait. Christina Ritchie, slow down. Don't take your hand out yet. Guys, um, there's a bomb in that dude's chest.
0: <laughs> he's basically got a mine in his yes,
1: chest. Yes, yes. All hell breaks loose. Now, they don't They don't tell the hospital that there's a, they say it's a code black, which is, I guess, for there's like a bomb in the building. And everyone's saying code black. Racist. And they drag that out for half an hour. Like, yeah. So someone says, sir, you got a code black on the table. And he's like, are you kidding me? And no one's like, everyone's like, what the fuck is a code back? Christina Richie's like, wide eyed. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just happy to be here and help. You know, I just glad I can save someone's life. And eventually comes out that, yeah, this guy has a bomb in his chest. Um, And Christina Richie is like, what the fuck? You mean I'm like touching a bomb? And they're like, wait a minute. What are you feeling inside of his chest? Like, don't like probe too much because you'll probably kill him. But like, are you like in a soft spot or is there something hard? He's like, oh, there's definitely something hard in here. I thought it was bone. But it's cold and it's metal-like. And you're like, okay. So this guy's got a mine in his chest. And everyone is freaking out. So they obviously have to evacuate the hospital. There's no one here. There's bomb techs that come in. And we learn a little bit about their backstory. Um, and why they're there. But there's like a good-looking dude. And he's like an actor on something. I've seen him before. Which also means like, oh, okay. They called in the big guns. <laughs> I'm not sure what movie scene was on. Um, but, so he's an actor. And they're all like figuring this out. The main oxygen line for the hospital runs underneath the room where the, the guy with the mine in his chest is. So if it goes off, Brad, the whole place goes up. Um, so... Everyone is out of the room with Christina, the Christina main position. oxygen line. Yeah, because I mean, you have oxygen lines in a hospital, Brad. The main line is right underneath that room. If it goes off, Brad, it could blow off the whole hospital, maybe the
0: block. Why are we, why are we piping oxygen through piping? I, I feel like you either have oxygen tanks, or you have just oxygen in the air. Like the,
1: hospitals do have like oxygen lines, which I guess really? now when you think they about have it, it, is oxygen lines. Insane. Yeah, dude, it's weird. In the wall. I mean, I mean, I guess it's not weird. I guess you need it so often that it's there. But hopefully it's safe. They don't expect there to be a bomb going off in a hospital. I just...
0: I, I, I don't think I ever, like, thought that they were actual like... We were, like, running lines of oxygen, like, under the floors.
1: In the like, walls? But um, I, the I, I mean, I know,
0: like, we have, like, oxygen, like... But I just assumed that was from, like, a more... a less centralized, uh, um you know, supply. I didn't think we were just running pipes of oxygen going through the entire building. That seems incredibly dangerous.
1: (laughs) I mean, I agree with you. Every time I've seen it in a hospital, I've been a little weirded out by it. But, you know, that's just like... Brad, all you need to know is that the loaded gun on the table that we knew... The loaded gun inside a man's chest that we didn't really know was there has now become a much bigger deal. Everyone who's fucking everybody is upset and doesn't know what's going on. Um, They try to evacuate. Everyone gets evacuated, and Christina Ricci is alone in the room, and they haven't really told her yet of what, like, they kind of told her what's happening, but she's in there uh, with another guy, but but because he's got a bomb in his chest, they can't connect him to oxygen, obviously, so they have a guy, um, one of the other doctors, like, at his mouth, like, doing some sort of, like, recitation where he, like, like... He uses something that kind of looks like a a giant two-liter bottle with, like, a mask on it that he's just, like, constantly pumping oxygen into this guy's face. And he's in there with Christina Richie, and he's like, um, are you—let me see—can you see what I'm doing? Can you do this for just, like, a second? And Christina Richie's like, okay, yeah, sure. So she's like, starts pumping this guy, and he's like, that's great, yeah, just keep doing it just like that. And he starts backing up. She's like, wait a minute, are you leaving? He's like, yeah, I got kids. Good luck. And he just leaves. So she's alone in this room. With her hand on a bomb, and the other hand is, like, pumping this thing to keep this guy alive. And your senior Richie is just doing the best she can, guys. <laughs> yes.
0: Amazing. I'm glad both those hands are occupied. That was it's, my only goal. See I love it. I knew you would love it. it. I love it. I love it. Um, Though I would have preferred it if she had her hand stuck in a bowling ball. That would be my other preference.
1: <laughs> so, um, the doctor who's doing the brain surgery on baby daddy will not evacuate all of his team evacuates but he's like look if I leave now he'll die I can't do that to this doctor I know and love um, I'm gonna I'm just going to keep working if we blow up we blow up I don't care and I'm like alright so um, they go in and eventually Christina Richie freaks out so we have the intern in there we have other people in there Christina Richie's like look guys I gotta go like I'm too young I didn't sign up for this I'm really freaking out and you guys are really scaring me I gotta go. So she like gets worked up and they're like telling her don't do this, blah 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 blah. And she just janks her hand out and runs. <laughs> Everyone jumps and leaps, except for one woman who's in a daze constantly in the show. And what she does is she puts her hand on the dude's like hole and puts her hand in and basically takes Christina Richie's place. How it works with the sleight of hand or like magicianry, we don't know, but she does it and everyone's like Oh, thank goodness you did that. We'd all blow up. But also, that's pretty stupid, Meredith. What the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Meredith is constantly fucking up. But Meredith is the woman that the neurosurgeon is secretly in love with. So now he knows that she's in there and he's worried while he's doing brain surgery. Uh, The other doctor who has to get the mine out of the guy's chest is worried because his girl somewhere... All this to say, they have to, like, move it. So there's, like, another whole thing where they're moving this guy whose bomb can go off in just a new moment. They eventually get to a place that isn't over an oxygen line. It's, like, another place. They get the missile, like, the mine out of the guy's chest. And everyone, like, breathes a sigh of relief. They're playing, like, really happy music. And the guy, um, they put it, like, in something, like, they wrap it and they, like, slowly move them. Like, they're moving the mine out of the hot, like, out of the, out of the surgery room People are, like, doing, going to work, going to work on this guy to try to save him. The idiot who shot himself with a bazooka of his own making and caused this. Um, they're slowly walking it out, and Mary. is like, wow, you know, you just never know what life is going to do, you know? And she's, like, like, kind of, like, goes out to, like, look at these guys who are carrying the bomb. Guys we've come to know. Guys who have families. Um, and she <laughs> looks at him, kind of
0: smiles. And then she realizes one of them that his, his shoelaces untied. <laughs> no!
1: I it would be funnier if it was that no brad they just blow up wow dude i was not prepared for that and it was amazing so she's out in the hall and kind of looking at him like wow we did a like they liquefy like we see these guys wow. liquefy people that have family people that we've learned to, like for the brief moment we've had guys that i've like the, i mean they signed up for it because that's their job but they just blow up Like glass gets shattered. There's like a little crater thing in the hospital. She gets blown back and there's like pieces of like (laughs) shrapnel in her face. And she's just like shocked on the ground. Nice. Right outside the room. The surgeon steals the surgery and saves this motherfucker, which he should. That's his job. But we go down to the wife down. She's like, did you guys save him? Did you guys save him? And they're like, you know what, ma'am? We saved him. And she's like, oh my God, thank God. And I'm thinking, Okay. They saved him, but to be brought up on charges, right? Yeah, yeah, Because definitely. you don't do that. No one... Are you allowed to make your own mines or, like, missile heads and, like, have them... How much
0: money did they lose during all of this? How many yeah, lives were, like, inconvenienced? I mean, I've got an uncle that makes bullets. I don't know about bazookas, but... <laughs> Those like, three
1: guys blew up! <laughs>
0: it's fucking stupid. Like... It's insane! Like, assholes, like, you don't need these fucking weapons. Like, well, fuck off with that nonsense. They don't
1: mention the guys who blew up at all, which is a disservice to the show and those characters. Their families aren't mentioned, even though we know they have them. Like it is bullshit. The craziest—it does. It still gets crazier. So, in the first episode, one of the guys who has a crush on like all the doctors had a basically a wet dream where all of them were taking a shower together, and he was, and they invited him in. He's like, "Yeah." So, at the end of this they take her, Meredith, like, her two friends, who this guy fantasizes about, um, they take her to a shower area, like, in the locker room because she's covered in, like, shrapnel and bleeding or whatever, but she's not, like, super hurt, but she's self-shocked and they, like, start to, like, hose her off and, like, help her, like, hey, you know, are you UK or whatever, and he walks in on this and sees it and he's just like, oh, man. Like, he, it, 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 we're supposed to think, one, why the fuck did we see the shower scene to begin with and why is it, like, juxtaposed against this? And he's just like, oh man it's just like he's like well I wanted this but not like this
0: and you're like motherfucker oh, fucking monkey's paw yeah, it's- monkey's paw
1: <laughs> he is the worst character by the way um all that to say Brad
0: and then Christina Ricci finds out that her other arm is a monkey's paw <laughs>
1: <laughs> well they find her like she's hiding in a stairwell <laughs> because she, she doesn't run as she probably should she just runs to the stairwell and just hides there for a while and then she gets all the credit for saving the man's life fair enough Guys, it's a roller coaster ride. I'm sure there'll be an episode we can wow. out in the future because let me tell you, they just get weirder and weirder from there. So bonkers, so bonkers. I could not believe it.
0: <laughs> um, so I, uh, I, I've watched the first two episodes of Lost in Space on Netflix. Awesome. Um, saw that sexy robot.
1: Hmm. Mm.
0: Don't, I don't understand? I don't. Un-
1: you don't.
0: I, I don't see it. I don't see it.
1: You saw it's his bottom, creepy. right?
0: It's kind of a creepy robot. I don't, I don't. It's not. I don't get it. Don't get it at all. Um. I what I do see on that show is some awful parenting. <laughs> um. Alex, have you watched any of this show yet? Me, me and Joey watched
1: like the first twenty minutes of the first episode, and we both fell asleep to it. So I I saw up to the point where the daughter like goes under the ice to try to save Ugh. the ship, and then gets stuck in the ice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Terrible parents. <laughs> it's like, first of all, I mean, you're taking your kids to outer space, like. Already, bad call. Uh, But, yeah, I just think it's a show about being a shitty parent. Aren't there a lot of people with similar spaceships, like, with them?
1: Yeah. And they just go from planet to planet for some reason?
0: Well, the thing is, like, there's something happens that I haven't seen enough to really know what the full deal is yet. Um, But there uh, all the uh, there was like an attack and then all of the ships got sucked through like a wormhole or something and now they're crazy far away um and mm. lost in space and most of the ships have crashed um um so but uh, we got crazy doctor smith who is uh parker posey always the best nice um she's so great like so crazy so evil so awesome <laughs>
1: why be evil in this situation
0: well cuz what like, does she have to gain cuz she's a scammer from get go <laughs> like first of all she's not dr smith like she like she's like doc- she sold dr smith's jacket um uh-huh. Like, she's just, I, I don't even know, if, I don't even know if we know her name, um, but she like killed her sister to get into the, to get onto this fucking space station to begin with, stole her identity. Like, cause she's like a screw up, like cr- lunatic criminal person. Uh, <laughs>
1: but has the instincts to survive. So she's like, all right, yeah, gotta get off world.
0: I mean, she's just scamming her way all the way to the top and it's great. I mean, I like, I've only, I've only seen her cause she's in the second episode. Um, is when she shows up, ah, um, oh, so good.
1: Does she it's, still have a relationship with the boy like the other Dr. Smith had?
0: I'm not, I mean, I, again, only seen the first two. Thus far, we haven't really gotten right. there yet. Okay, okay, um, okay. But the robot is super fucking creepy. I don't know what those people are talking about. Real creepy robot.
1: Some people like creepy robots. Some people like creepy dudes, I guess.
0: Apparently. If
1: podcasts we've been recently listening to are in the indication, which we can get to in a oh. second, if you have anything else to say about- Oh, no,
0: I- no, I'm done with Lost in Space. It's it's interesting. I'm, I'm interesting, I, but not sexy.
1: Bad parenting not does sexy. not equal sexy either.
0: No, no, definitely. Not. I don't. People people got to calm the fuck down. Um, but Alex, I I uh um introduced you to a podcast. It's an old podcast. Um, it, like uh, it started in 2016. It's called Why Why. Um, I just I I downloaded like the first episode like, and it had just been sitting on my phone forever. And I just happened to like. Oh, yeah i'll finally check this out um and i did and i'm fucking i'm i'm wrong in the episodes are really short they're like 25 30 minutes tops i'm like 15 episodes in the last 24 hours
1: that's amazing
0: it's it is a fucking weird show
1: it is uh but a fun ride man oh I, super fun ride so awkward brad peeped me to it like was it yesterday and i i've i've listened to about seven of them yeah out of order, but I gotta go back and get all of them, guys. you yeah, catch them all. Super awkward. The first episode I listened to, I think, was the third one, or whichever one where there's like the panel of
0: guys. I think. Well, that's the first episode.
1: Oh, it is. Well, maybe yeah. I went back and listened to that. Yeah. What was the, the third episode?
0: Third episode is the dates. That's the record. one I listened to first. It, theoretically, this this podcast it's it's a dating. It's about dating. Um, but it's really just a catalog of like monsters.
1: And, dude, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, downloaded, third... I downloaded the third one first. I went back and downloaded the first one because it said it was a sequel to the first one. And I was like, oh, well, I got to figure out what happened first.
0: Okay. All right.
1: That's... I'm sorry. That's...
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, the second and third episode, like, that's what sold me on it. Because um, the second note is this real creepy dude named Randy, whom... I'm not sure is actually real at this point because I've listened to a few more episodes and I think he might be a fictional construct. I don't know, or maybe he's playing a game. I'm not quite sure what's going on. There's a real, it's a real Dirty John scenario I think <laughs> happening here. I don't know, but the third episode, which is real, um, seemingly as far as I know, um, like they're recording these two people on like a first date, and it gets so fucking weird,
1: <laughs> it's just awkward. Like I feel, I also love that in. I think the follow-up episode, or at least one or so after that, the host apologizes to the first guy, David number one, I think. Yeah. But during the episode, I thought that she was kind of in on it and thought, this is just weird and irresponsible of these people, I guess?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it was very strange. I mean... Everyone knew what was going on, but it was just weird that, like, this person's, like, listening in on the date and then, like, coming in with, like, questions and comments and things. So I'm like, hey, just leave him alone. Like, dude, this is weird. It's
1: awkward on so many levels. Anytime she it's- interjects herself, because she talks about, like, I think I would do some meddling. And I think it'd be cute if you guys, hey, guys, just real quick, 30 minutes. You guys have <laughs> been on the date for 30 minutes and quit talking
0: about, like, stuff you have in common. Talk about something else. <laughs> Let's get real. I'm like, what are you doing? This is it is the most awkward thing thing to listen to ever and it's amazing for it. Um, And the date's awkward and then at the end it takes a fucking turn that is wonderful because what we've learned is that this woman has scheduled a second date. Oh yeah. And he's coming to the the coffee shop they're at right now and the dude shows up and then there's this awkward moment where it's like this dude And, like, this guy that she's been on a date with for two hours is like, who is this? Oh. (laughs) Huh. And it gets so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) There's so many
1: things. Like, I really wish there were pictures with this particular episode of the podcast. Because, so the woman that goes on the date with this guy is a friend of the host. And the host has a kind of naivety to her that's just it's awkward um and it's and it's just constant throughout these episodes which makes it all the more entertaining um so but she describes this woman that both these guys go on a date with as looking like kirsten dunst yeah i'm like i got i don't okay yeah that's so the first guy is from an earlier episode where there was like a guy's like what would you call that like a it was a panel of dudes, and they were going to talk about, like, dating.
0: Yeah, she, just D- got a, she got a bunch of rando dudes together um, to talk about dating, and there was there's some real monsters in the mix. Well, and they're
1: also pretty much across the board awkward. And
0: this woman was
1: supposed to go there to kind of, like, talk with them. Like, she thought it'd be fun. The host thought it'd be fun if her friend came in and was just, like, a girl in the mix of this. And, like, another guy asks her out, and she's like, no, during the panel. And then this guy does, and she's like, all right, I guess. Like, she begrudgingly kind of, like, accepts a date with him. But this other guy that comes later, who shares the name of the first guy, which is also awesome. Yeah, I
0: got two Davids. Two Davids. Two Davids Davids is, like...
1: So this other guy is just like a normal dude. I don't even know what he does, but he's just kind of like, but he definitely comes off, I would say, maybe more nerdy.
0: Yeah.
1: Or like, the other guy is like a ripped yoga instructor who sounds like an asshole in every other... There's episodes where they go to like one of his classes, I think, or do they? I I think that... No, that's fake. That is Okay, that's fake. Good. Yeah. Um... Because I thought it might be real, and thought if they go into that dude's class, what I'm hearing, I don't
0: want to. No, know. no, because like the, the, the little thing they do at the end of every episode, that's you know that's a joke thing, so okay. that's not really him in the yoga class. With this that's show though, I couldn't page. tell the
1: difference, man. Yeah, when you have people like Randy running around. I'm like, any of these, any
0: of these people God.
1: could be real,
0: and Randy may not even be real. Okay, the second episode is devoted to this guy named Randy, who is a douchebag in the first episode, but in the second episode, you find out more about him, and it's like. It's And it seems really, really real, and it seems really sad and pathetic and gross, and he's, like, the worst dude ever. And then, like, Randy comes back for a couple episodes later on, and it's like—and it it gets so over the top that I don't think Randy's real. I mean, and like you said, they pull jokes a lot, so yeah,
1: it almost makes you wonder if they— But I, I
0: don't understand why. I don't know why you're doing this Andy Kaufman bit where you've created, like, the worst dude. I mean, this
1: woman—the host is awkward, dude, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility that she would think this is fun
0: to do something kind of like an Andy Kaufman. I, but it's—it's it's, it's so realistic that it's—I, like, I don't—I I feel like—because she's—I just
2: don't—I
0: i don't understand. I don't understand. I need to listen to more and figure out what the fuck is going on, because I, I just don't get it. I don't get what we're doing here.
1: I mean, that's the genius of the show, like, also— I listen to figure out more of what's happening. I yeah. kind of feel bad. So what's her new project? Have you looked into that? Cuz she's she's put the show on hiatus as of December of last year. Yeah. And she started a different show.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't I, I again, like I just had this sitting on my phone for months. I don't I don't even know when I got the recommendation to listen to this. Um I have no idea why I have why I downloaded this ever. Um but it is a treasure and I highly recommend YOY Oh, yeah. Um,
1: I vouch for it, too, man. I can't wait to get into more of them. I don't... Like, the Randy thing, when he was in school, that whole... How the administration handled that, I think was not the best way they could have done it. All
0: right, you're gonna have to explain more than that. So,
1: okay, Randy is very weird. He becomes infatuated with a woman in high school. Um, I guess it's also, like, early, like, in grade school, too. Um, So he kisses her once in a swimming pool... And then he decides, oh, yeah, I gotta impress this woman. I mean, I also like a whole bunch of other women. But this is the one that I I definitely want to, um... I wanna have a relationship with. Um, Randy's weird because he also... So he he thinks the best way to do this is to, like, to become a magician. And I won't spoil that because that's pretty crazy. But it definitely peeps you to his personality. Yeah. Again, assuming he's real. Um, Assuming he's real. It's so weird. A magic trick gone really, really bad. Um, so... And then after that, he blows it with this woman because he thinks this is this is what's going to take for her to notice me again because she has, wants nothing to do with me. But that fails. So he's like, all right, I got to do something else. You know what'd be really great to make her a princess on a story I've been working on <laughs> since childhood. And he makes like his own fantasy story, and he writes it, and then he takes it to school after photo copying it. And tries to put it in as many lockers as he can, including hers, so that everyone else can read the story and they'll be like, she'll be impressed because he made her a princess in the story. Also, kids will be impressed because I'm a writer and they'll think it's cool. Which he sticks to the fact that he thinks the other kids thought it was cool. I'm guessing everyone thought Randy was insane or a very, very weird guy. Um, I don't care how good looking he supposedly is or the host says he is. Good looks only get you so far when you're pulling like weird story, fantasy stories. But all these, but the reason the fantasy stories got him in trouble was they were sexually explicit. And you're like, dude, what the fuck? So not only is it awkward about you write a fantasy world where you put people from your school in it, and it sounds as nerdy as you possibly can think that could sound from his him explaining it. It's like he's never like he could write it word for word now if he needed to which also tells you about the insanity that is Randy um, but you pile upon that like explicit weird sexual things in this that he just passes out and yeah. like I don't even think he gets expelled they just like sitting down it's like dude you can't do that you just can't this is getting weird this is a weird joke it's a weird joke you're doing right now and he's like that's not a joke get the girl in here like does she think it's cool or not and they're like what the fuck are you talking about she went home she's freaked out Yeah, <laughs> we I- all are he should have been expelled at the least. Like, they should have like been like, dude, you can't do this. You gotta... There's gotta be something more than just a slap on the wrist.
0: I don't think he's real. But he real. keeps doing it. Real. I don't think he's real. I, like, I'm, I'm a, like, I'm, I don't think he's real anymore at all. Like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, no, this is... I, it's bizarre, because I don't know... I, like, I don't know why. Why is there... Because there's so much real stuff in this. Like, why is there this weird, fake character?
1: I mean, surely they eventually s- say something about it. Maybe Randy appears on that last episode because they did one like in the, like December of last year where it's like, hey, we got all these guests coming back. Maybe Randy makes a quick appearance at the very end and it's like, guess what? <laughs> it's all a lie. Later. I don't
0: get it. I don't get it. It's, uh, guys, listen to it. Tell me what the hell's going on. I don't understand. It's a real mystery. A real fucking mystery. <laughs> Um, but they, for, for, I, those first three episodes, like, they, ha- I'm, like, locked in, and, like, I'm, like, fully bamboozled, like, I, yeah, definitely. I, you get on a few, like, he comes back, I'm like, alright, I don't think this is, I don't think this is a thing. I don't think this is a thing anymore.
1: Have you listened to the, um, the, uh, dating game where they get the five guys off, uh, Tinder? Yeah. To just kind of show up? Now I'm wondering if that's kind of staged or fake more. Because that does seem, like, awkwardly None- real, but at the same time, if Randy's not real...
0: Good no, no, uh, that, one, that one definitely seems real to me. I don't, like, I, if that was fake, it would it would have been better. Because, like, it's real awkward and, like, the guys don't have good answers. Oh, yeah, they're horrible answers. Like, they, it feels
1: more real, I yeah. guess. Yeah, oh, God, You could have some fun with that if you were, like, trained actors. Yeah. An improv group together, I mean, that'd be a... That's a fun, that's a, that's a good 15 minutes you could drag that out for. Wasted on these people. Wasted on these people trying to date. It's so... I, we can talk more about it later, I guess, because, you know, we've got we've got to talk about G.I. Joe, but goodness. This whole show makes me cringe from every, from beginning oh, to end.
0: It is the most awkward thing. Like, oh, it is. Yeah, I love it. I it's not love just the show. It. I mean, like, how people approach,
1: like, dating relationships in it. It's also just like, what are you people doing? <laughs> It's, Everything about it is cringe-inducing, and it's wonderful.
0: Yeah, this it it is literally the most awkward podcast I've ever listened to, and it's amazing. I recommend it to everyone now.
1: Yeah, um, I O Y.
0: Yeah, there's like a ton of episodes because again, like that, it's it, it 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 like it's at least on break since the end of uh, December. But yeah, it started in 2016, and I'm am I'm, I'm firmly in 2016 still. So
1: sweet can't wait to talk t- about it more with you friend when <laughs> you make
0: your way Indeed, <laughs> indeed uh, friends it is that super special time of the week where we talk about G.I. Joe's movie.
1: Yeah, um, Brad and I discussed... I don't know if G.I. Joe is... (laughs) I I don't think you can summarize that in less than a minute. There's uh, a lot of stuff that I didn't know about G.I. Joe as a kid that came to light with this movie. Secrets, revelations, if you will, (laughs) about the greater mythos of G.I. Joe. That I wasn't ready for as a kid, and I kind of, like, didn't remember fully. And now, as an adult, I am blown away by...
0: I, 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 see, I didn't watch G.I. Joe as a kid. I was aware of it, but even as a kid, I didn't like military stuff. Just didn't like it. Um, I didn't, it wasn't necessarily a principled reason. I just didn't, was not into it. Didn't like the aesthetic of it at all. So I was, I was never into G.I. Joe. I was aware of it being around. I was, I, you know, I saw the toys in the store, but I never, never got into it. And I have never seen this movie. And I have no idea what the fuck is happening at all.
1: Well, the intro does a really good job of kind of setting up, I guess, what G.I. Joe and Cobra are, kind of. Between the theme song that they sing and, I guess, the G.I. Joes like coming in, they save the Statue of Liberty. I don't know what Cobra wants to do with the Statue of Liberty other than, like, blow it up.
0: I cuz I again I've only really gotten this through like cultural osmosis. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't I don't know these characters. I mean I, I saw the the first uh, live action GI Joe movie. Yeah. Um that's my closest connection to GI Joe. I'm aware of Cobra Commander. Um some of these other people I I I have a vague understanding but like I the the, the line of the villains like I mean that that organization I do not like, because we got the Cobra people, but then we got the actual snake people, um, and then we got, like, a more snake people that are, like, more hardcore snake people, and are they new to this movie? Is this the first time we're meeting them?
1: We have not seen any of these people until this okay. film.
0: Because we it was didn't they, really... Most of the Cobra guys were like, who the hell are these people?
1: That, that just shocked everyone in the audience. So Cobra, for those who may not know, is a terrorist organization that just wants to rule the world. that easy they go through like uh installing fear in hearts in the beginning of this movie they try to blow up the statue of liberty they have a giant airship they uh they parachute in um under the uh cloak of a bunch of balloons that were released is it new year like why are there all these balloons like there's a celebration happening cobra decided to strike so all the cobra's on board we got uh cobra commander who always wears a mask and talks in a really weird high voice we got um, Destro, which is a dude with a like a kind of like a Doctor Doom face. <laughs> I don't know why he does, but all right. We got um, I don't remember her name, the Baroness. Yeah, I don't know what she's a Baroness of. And we got a whole bunch of their lackeys. One which I think is a family at some point. Like there's just a whole bunch of like just nondescript like bad dudes. And at one point they say something about one of them is their sister. And I don't know if it's just one of their sisters or if they're all like a larger family just got into evil. I don't know. And I say evil, but it's really it's it's a terrorist organization that wants to take over the world. All right. And they're going to blow the Statue of Liberty. And the rest of the people are just like grunts or like robots that you could actually see blow up because they couldn't kill anyone on the show. Because no one really dies. (laughs) It's a whole bunch of laser blasts. Everyone fires lasers until they're firing guns. And I don't know. We never see those bullets hit anyone, thankfully. But even in the beginning, like, we kind of get pans of some of the main characters that they've had throughout the television show. So Cobra tries to blow the Statue of Liberty, and G.I. Joe shows up. G.I. Joe's been hiding on the Statue of Liberty, like, they knew this was happening. Like, they're hiding in the torch, and then suddenly they're there, um, which is what the song kind of said. It's it's actually a wonderful opening for a movie, a cartoon movie. Uh, And then they're there, and they save the day. Joey was really impressed with, so, the main guy who's named Duke. He's their leader. Um Duke has a jetpack on. There's a whole bunch of other randos. I don't know all their names. Um A lot of them are just, like, barely holding lives together because their characters are so strange. We got a bunch of randies, guys, <laughs> just <laughs> giving guns, <laughs> and they just shoot at Cobra robots and people. So, Cobras, they're coming, land, sea, and air, G.I. Joe meets them in every place and blows them up. But Duke... So, Cobra personally delivers the bomb, a timed bomb, to the Statue of Liberty. Duke has seven seconds, we see it on the clock, to grab that bomb and rocket up on his jetpack to Cobra's main airship and drop the bomb there. And when Joey saw the seven seconds the first time, he genuinely like, the fall, like, <gasps> like, he was <laughs> high stakes for him. And he's like, and when he delivers it and it's counting, I think it starts at like, he's at, it's like three or two. Joey like puts his hands up over his head and is like, Alex,
0: how did he do that? <laughs>
1: it's amazing. <laughs> so Joey was heavily invested and I'm thinking, I don't know, Joey, as we watched the Cobra's main airship just blow up. I love the fact that it blows up twice. There's some really, there's some really bad animation of this all the way around, but parts of it are very well thought out, are just like really fun. So we see the first explosion, the main explosion The Cobra has to retreat. Cobra's has like this really high shrill voice and it's ridiculous.
0: So, um, also, uh, it should be noted, this was originally intended to be shown in the theaters, mm. um, but uh, it didn't get shown in the theaters, apparently, because uh, Transformers was such a, uh, a failure that they were like, oh, we'll just have this on TV.
1: I think this is a better movie than Transformers the movie, to be honest with you, because it actually tries to do, I mean, it just does weird stuff. Transformers the movie is fun, it's got amazing music, you got the touch. I mean good stuff happens and it does kind of go into weird mythos like this does but this is over the top to a level that Transformers didn't hit
0: yeah I th- I like I think if I if I was forced to watch this in the theater I would curl up in a ball and die I couldn't do it um, there's so much sometimes there's just so much shit happening and like I, I, I already have problems with animation to begin with like I'm okay with it generally like on a small screen but I cannot watch animation on a big screen it's too I don't I do not like it. I don't. It. I don't. I don't like anything about it. I don't like the way it looks. I just. I can't deal with it. Do not like it at all. And that's okay. Um, that's okay. But this. There's so much happening. Like, if I feel like I would have a seizure if I saw this in a theater.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the opening is probably the best. Like, it's got the best timbre. The most work was put into it. I. I think that maybe it was like the proof of concept for the rest of the film because it's just at a different mm-hmm. level than a lot of the rest. Oh of the yeah, film. yeah yeah yeah. So Joe saved the day, Cobra has to retreat back to wherever the fuck Cobra is, and there's like another leader, who I guess we have been introduced to in the cartoon, um, I can't remember his name, he's like a Serpent Supreme guy, he's got a gold outfit, he wears a Cobra like, unlike Cobra, who's just a Sir dude- Serpentor, Serpentor. Yeah, Cobra's just a dude in like a blue suit and a weird like helmet mask. Serpentor so talks the- like he walks the walk, for someone who has a serpent in his name- he looks like he stepped out of like a weird like old Egypt times <laughs> with an over the top costume and he has snakes around his neck like dude is weird.
0: Um so speaking of Serpentor um <laughs> um from Wikipedia um under the direction of Dr. Mindbender um uh, he and Destro combined combined oh, sorry, combed the tombs of the greatest leaders in history to find cells with DNA traces. These long-dead genetic lup- blueprints were combined to produce a clone with the genius of Napoleon, the ruthlessness of Julius Caesar, the daring of Hannibal, and the shrewdness of Attila the Hun.
1: <laughs> how, you can, how you can get that from their genetics, like how you can weed through with whatever primitive CRISPR they had to just get those types of traits... Really tells you a lot about, like, Cobra could be doing a lot of stuff. It's Cobra commander that kind of bumbles everything. Which they uh. admit to, openly. <laughs> no wonder they try to find... It. So they got a new leader, and he's Serpentor. Right. And Serpentor's like, what the fuck happened in New York? You people, like, you made me to rule you, and you, like, keep messing up. Take a knee, guys. What the fuck's going on? And Cobra, who's still bitter that they genetically engineered a creature to replace him as their supreme leader, is like, "It's all your fault. You're a bad. You're a bad batch. If it wasn't for your incompetence, we would, you know, be ruling the world now." And everyone's looking around like, "God damn it, Cobra! Just shut the fuck up."
0: And then, sir, I mean, it's such a dysfunctional family. <laughs> oh, yeah, like it, really it is is. Such, Like it is so kooky.
1: And Cobra says. Guys, who do you rather have as a leader? Sir Pantor or me? And all of them are like, oh, Sir Pantor, dude, you're an idiot. Yeah,
0: you're the, you're the worst. Deathstroke
1: yeah. says he's a buffoon are like, yeah, they they all, like, he says, vouch for me for the Serpentor. Let's, like, change things and two people stand up are like no you're no and before anyone else can stand up and like really make cobra have a bad day a no good very bad day which he's about to have for sure regardless someone breaks into the camp there's like a weird like weird looking woman i think she might be akin to the robot from lost in space to be
0: honest with you well i was about to say we got a sexy snake lady um well there you go brad there you go. I mean, because they they really they do a lingering up like the legs of this snake lady, and I'm like, there's Whoa. some weird
1: sexualization in this cartoon for children.
0: <laughs> there is. I will say, um, Baroness may be the foxiest cartoon. I mean, in this cartoon, yeah,
1: for sure. I don't I don't remember seeing Scarlet in this. She, uh, maybe she dies in the cartoon. I didn't know it. because um, wow. they also don't have the ninja guy. Doesn't matter. So. Yeah, this woman comes up out of the water. She's got this weird organic, like, submarine that just melts as she comes on. She penetrates Cobra's main command center. Cobra purposefully tries to make sure that she gets into the throne room to Sor Pintor. Because they're like, oh, she's going to go kill Serpentor. This is probably a Joe. Who knows? And he sees her running down the hall towards Serpentor, He purposefully misdirects his minions to go the other way so that they can kill Serpentor so he can be back on top. She gets there instantly. I, like,
0: I just love all the, the angling and, like, like um, backbiting corporate espionage of Cobra. Oh,
1: yeah. Even within, within yeah, within their own ranks, it's weird. Yeah. Where do they get the money to fund all this? They get so much stuff destroyed, and yet they are there. I guess it's all that genetic patenting that they're doing. They do a lot for GMOs. They just don't tell anyone about
0: definitely, it. Definitely. Um, yeah.
1: So... She gets to Sorpentor, and he's like, all right, I gotta kill you now. You, you came through a lot of crazy stuff to get here. Booby traps, sunken floors, lasers. And she's all like, dude. She takes off her mask, or like her little cloak, and's like, remember me? You're not just like the genetic creation of these idiots at Cobra. You were made in a different... Like, your origin is a little bit more than that. And I'm here to tell you about it and bring you home. So, they're also... Cut to the Joes, and they they've got something that's going to save the planet, Brad. And it's called the, B-E- the BET, the B T, right?
0: Yeah, they've got they've G I Joes invented Black Entertainment Television, <laughs> and they're
1: excited about it. And they can't wait to go to Antarctica and use it to broadcast Black Entertainment Television to the world.
0: I think. What does it stand for again? Like it's some kind of Black
1: Entertainment Television.
0: <laughs> oh, of course. Sorry. I'm also, a Broadcast Energy Transmitter it's a basically it's a wi-fi it's like electricity wi-fi
1: yeah that they're gonna like it captures solar radiation and then broadcasts it to the planet now scarlet who is in this now that i remember the sun yeah so the sun is that guys maybe have the collectors everywhere anyway it's it's irresponsible and it might be a waste of taxpayer money which is what scarlet says and i think that is hilarious that she says that in a kid's cartoon Cause she said something like, "Let's just hope this isn't a waste of taxpayer money." Um, sorry, Panther Times happened here, and they just attacked. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> there's some foliage that we have down here that we keep. That's like seasonal, and a cat just jumped through, and it. it was like I was in. The, it was like I was on the savanna, and like a tiger was like a lion was at for me. Whatever. Anyway, um, so they're in Antarctica trying to get this thing going, and Cobra attacks because they Serpentor was peeped by the snake, sexy snake lady. That they want to get this for some reasons.
0: I, so all this time, like, these secret snake people have just been waiting around, like, alright, we just gotta wait for our uh, our eventual plan. <laughs> yeah. To, like, what have they been doing this whole time?
1: I mean, we can just brush past a lot of this other stuff, because a lot of it is just, like, military bullshit. Um, so yeah, as Brad said, we learn that there is a secret snake civilization that predates humanity, predates the barbarians, Brad. Um that have been waiting in the like in Antarctica are, yeah, just biding their time. Um, turns out one of the Ice Ages destroyed their civilization, and they had to go into hiding. They can't survive when it's not super warm. And, uh, yeah, so their big plan is once it gets warm again, they're going to, like, have these giant spores get ejected into the atmosphere, and these spore ice like, basically intercontinental ballistic, like, ICBMs go around the planet and then drop these spores on humanity, and it changes basically mammals into serpents, like, yeah. kind of primitive serpents, more primitive well, but, than Yeah, they yeah it are. seems
0: like it's basically, like, de-evolving them, um...
1: Yeah, well, we're not serpents, so that would that'd right, be a very so, weird way, well, like, we I branched off co- a long time ago.
0: Yeah, but Cobra, well, Cobra
1: Commander apparently is a snake person. Well, Cobra Commander is, like, one of the snake people, but the snakes that these people turn into are different. They're like a right. real snake. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, I think if it hits, snakes. like,
0: regular humans, I think they'll turn, like, into apes or something. It says it says specifically that they'll become um, dumb and they'll lose their intelligence and I don't know. be cool is, if I, they did turn to apes. Yeah, I, which I think, I don't know what that means, but... I just love the fact that it's basically the same plot as the season of the Flash,
2: <laughs>
0: where there's like an e- where there's an evil criminal that's going to uh, um, that's shooting out a satellite that's going to make um, all of humanity lose their intelligence.
1: What what end does the criminal do? Because their Suprintor and them are going to use it to uh, basically just walk right into a civilization they didn't build and be like,
0: "All right, we're back." Yeah, he's basically going to do it to take over the world, basically. Nice like he's like ah you know people people are too smart to, uh, that that's why they create weapons that's why they kill each other so I'm gonna make everyone dumb so I'm in charge and all this shit stops that doesn't seem like a good idea no it's a terrible idea he's a straight up crazy person um <laughs> it's gotta be stopped um the finale's happening right now so after we finish recording I'm gonna watch it and see if they if they figure out a way to thwart him I'm hoping what they do
1: what if they don't how awesome would uh, that be go into season, great. the first episode of the next season, where they just have to deal with it.
0: Just a bunch of dummies. Just a bunch of dummies. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, these same people are trying to take over the world, but they only, but they they don't have a
1: big energy source enough to, like, release these spores, so the only thing, thankfully, someone made the BET oh. um, to do this. So they're gonna get it, and use that. With the
0: power of Destiny's Child, we can finally, <laughs> finally get this weapon out there. Yeah. So uh, Serpentor tries to go get it.
1: Cobra is foiled again mainly by Cobra's incom- like Cobra Commanders incompetence. Serpentor gets captured after he tries to throw a snake spear at someone. Serpentor's powers are weird. I don't really get them. Yeah.
0: Stop I do throwing love- snakes. Like do these like- guys have guns. It really is like
1: lift attack and then run away. A lot of the runaway scenes for all characters are hilarious. Watching Cobra, like, drive off on the horizon, like, with her tail between their legs is just silly. Like, the animation's weird. Like, it's just, like, weird. It, it's a mix between, like, soldiers and, like, weird biker dudes. It's like a biker family decided to join Cobra. And you got Destro, the Baroness, and then, like, normal Cobra people, and now you got snake people. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a ragtag group.
0: I, it's I and again like I I've got this playing like you know in like two times speed um as as we're talking just to like you know take it all in and, like there's just so many lasers happening that I am like I I do not feel well <laughs> um I, the other thing about GI Joe is is it has to be stated like I, I think we're all aware that GI Joe is a is a collection of kooky characters um which make for fun action figures oh uh, yeah but it's it, I, I I appreciate that, like, because one of the dumbest things about the military is uniforms, because uniforms are dumb. Yeah. Um, and that's whole part of the military is like, we, you're all the same. Where you're you're not a person. You're you're one individual. You're you're not an individual. You're just part of a massive, um, horrific, uh, murder crew. Um, I get that's part of the military, but GI Joe's thing is like, hey, we're all weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever your thing is, okay, that's what you're gonna wear. Um. So you just got so much weird shit happening. Like, because I have no connection to these characters at all. I'm just seeing shit. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. All right. I I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know what these things are, but there's a lot of them and they're all doing their own thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're going to have a hard talk about best source dressed (laughs) because there's a lot going on. Well, yeah. Well, they
1: capture Serpentor. Who actually, like, fell into the BET and got, like, all the sun's energy, got zapped into this guy, and he still didn't die. Whose DNA gave him that power? Hmm. So they take him back to the G.I. Joe base. They got him under lock and key. And then we get, like, a montage of, like, them training some new Joes. And we got the basketball guy. We got the dude that has, like, weird, either a blue weird birthmark all over his body. Or, like, he just painted his body... Then we got like this other dude who has a dog. Like it really does seem like a very strange band of misfits,
0: and they're just gonna whip them into shape. And then there's Asian woman.
1: Well, then there's Asian woman who can't fight until she blindfolds herself, and then she can fight.
0: Right. Okay. Fair enough. She she's got bad luck powers, and I don't know.
1: Like an opposite of Don. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't Deadpool. That is not Domino. Yeah. Um, She's she's anti Domino. And they call her out on it. One guy says, rumor is you're nothing but bad luck. Okay, she kicks his ass, thankfully. Um. So yeah, and then like this one douchebag, Falcon, is that his name? Yeah. Okay, Falcon comes in and Falcon's like, hey guys, I got my date. She's like this blonde I met at the bar or whatever. Uh, I'm gonna bring her into our hideout and just show her some stuff. Yes, her Pintor's here. Yeah, like pff, Cobra couldn't get in here if they wanted to. And like it's under heavy lock and key. Let me tell you what's going on.
0: I mean, hey, uh hey Foxy Lady, listen, don't worry, cause the only way Cobra could get through here is if they knew how to get through this, and then get through this, and then they would still have to get through this thing, and let me tell you all about it. So yeah, so he tells him this and then Duke comes in and is like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? You can't have like
1: like just normal people, like civilians. Get her out of here. I don't also, care. Also, why does get getting... she have
0: a camera?
2: Yeah, it's like oh. yeah. <laughs>
1: give me your film gotta crush it get her out of here so ninja lady escorts this woman out she dries off in her convertible she goes to the swamp i <laughs> don't know why there's a swamp one guy sneaks up on It's like hey lady how you doing and then she like throws him into the lake she takes her wig off it's one of the it's one of the biker gangs or like bomb, biker swamp people like cobra people who i think at this point they call her sister and it's like did you just he's a little forget he's like oh no he no, was you so, yeah, it's me. Are they English? Like, their accents, like, it's all over the place. I don't know who I, these people are.
0: I don't know. I don't know. There's another guy that looks like fucking Bucky from uh, uh, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. Um, there's there's a couple of fucking uh, 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 real uh, fucking um, Chuck Norris-looking assholes in the back here. I mean, I don't know who any of these people are
1: um but they she's not like
0: kooky characters
1: yeah she's like they took my uh camera but they didn't take my the camera in my earrings so they have everything they need now so falcon who is not i guess he's just looking to get laid he goes to like hit on the ninja lady and he's explaining to, and like she's there talking he's like they'd never be able to get through they'd have to know this 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 and this which oh fuck i told that other woman that and then like we see it happening which is fun for a cartoon that this hat like it's a neat conceit for a cartoon like, normally they wouldn't take the effort to do something like this, I guess, in, 80, in the 80s. So, yeah, they break through and they have to, like, fight. And they have, like, an archangel. I didn't realize this, but Apocalypse's archangel's in this? Uh,
0: yeah. And uh, apparently the snake people, snake people have got a grip of, like, angel people. Yeah, if he comes in, like, he uses his
1: wings and, like, deflects the strange energy barrier that keeps your They escape everyone gets it, serpentor's free they write off on harley davisons it's super weird and if falcon gets in trouble and falcon is brought up uh, like against like a what is it like a military trial
0: and they're like dude yeah he's a he marshal. That, and this yeah. is when we find out that uh falcon is actually duke's brother
1: half brother they do mention that
0: <laughs> true
1: <laughs> and that he promised mom that he'd look after him and falcon's like <laughs> hates it but Falcon's got to serve time. He's got to go. Uh, he's got to go with Sergeant Slaughter and be taught to be a real GI Joe.
0: Oh fucking Sergeant Slaughter! Like what the fuck is I? I what? mean, what the fuck are all of these characters? But Sergeant Slaughter, what the fuck is happening? Well,
1: Sergeant Slaughter was I think mo- is modeled after someone who's real, like who called himself Sergeant Slaughter. I think he was like a wrestler or something. I honestly don't know.
0: Okay, that makes but he's, more sense.
1: Yeah, like his character is him, like or his characters, like it's his wrestling character or another his persona that he puts out in public. He was the only...
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. He's a wrestling guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they just kind of brought him into G.I. Joe, and he became it. Um, Sergeant Slaughter was also a character that Joey really liked. I don't know, something about him, he was just like, like, wow, Sergeant Slaughter. Um, So Falcon has to go with Slaughter and the Roughnecks and gets taught to be a real Joe, which is good for him, I guess.
0: Um, I I guess. I... I, I, I say, fuck all these fools. Like, let Cobra win. <laughs> like,
1: oh, yeah. Well, we Fuck, fuck you, G.I. Joes. So when they get their Pintor back, they tell him, like, his real origin. They tell him about like, the snake people that have been there forever. And Cobra gets in trouble because Cobra's an idiot. Cobra gets those spores that are released on the rest of humanity released on him. And he starts to turn into a snake. A real snake. Guys, there's a um. lot of strange body horror in this that, as a child, I was a little disturbed at. And as an adult, I'm thinking, Wow. Alright, G.I. Joe. Yeah,
0: we gotta we got talk for a second more about, like, new main bad guy. So, I... So, alright, Cobra Commander, okay. But then, um, above him is Serpentor, whom is made up of all the DNAs. But then we get this main snake guy, yeah. whom is... Uh, I, I don't even know what his name is. Um, but he rides around on this thing. <laughs> this <laughs> flying, like... Space pods, space seed pod thing. I don't even know what it is. He, he rides around on a fucking mold. <laughs> I don't even know. Oh
1: yeah, which could technically be—he might be the worst dressed because that technically counts as an outfit because he's nowhere. He's never without it. It's also well, gets, hiding no, he, his snake.
0: He does get out of it. He gets out of it later. Is he like? A, I think he's—he seems
1: like a mad scientist that like grafted other parts of or magnetism, I guess. Of creatures onto him because he has like a full-on snake body yeah up to his I, waist he's like a, a what would you even call like a centaur that was a half snake half person but then he's got like other pieces he's a weird guy but he's like the main leader and he technically made serpentor yeah and all these other fools and he's the one that masterminded the plan with the spores so Galob- he, like,
0: galobulus, galobulus. What a dumb name.
1: Super dumb. Serpentor shouldn't um, lead by name alone, but...
0: Sorry, I'm just going to... Re- back to Wikipedia for a second. In Cobra Law, the Joe forces are ambushed and detained within the Lovecraftian living environment. The Cobra soldiers are met by the civilization's ruler, Golobulus, who has... Who has Pythona, that's the sexy snake lady, um, and his other henchman Nemesis Enforcer, arrest Cobra Commander. While there, Cobra learns about the history... About their history 40,000 years ago, Cobra Law was an ancient civilization that ruled Earth. Oh man, this is. Uh, 40,000
1: is, some... is not far enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really <laughs> not. 40,000?
1: We didn't have like a super major ice age to the, the level that these guys are showing in this animation. Plus, around the times of the barbarians? Are you kidding me? That's something else that Joey was kind of confused about and I had to explain to him. It was like, well, People known as Barbarians didn't happen until
2: well after this.
1: <laughs> like, that's not 40,000 years ago, kid. Um, that's different. Um, so it's kind of like a Conan feel to it. There's a joke about how they think... Well, I don't even know how to get it, did you? Let's just say that all happens. Um, yeah, Cobra gets him from trial. He gets turned into a snake guy. They got some Joes there that I guess gave chase after they... Re- they broke serpentor out and some of them get captured and like brad said in the recap it's love crafty and like they get there's vines and like weird stuff one of them tries to get out like they make a break for it and are almost successful except super vines come out like it's real tentacle weirdness um but one guy gets out and cobra kind of teams up with him and cobra's turning into a snake and cobra's like look dude take me with you i can get us out of here that guy gets blinded
0: yeah, okay, the guy he teams up with is Roadblock, who is the only G.I. Joe I have any familiarity with. Is Roadblock um, the one that rhymes everything? Yes. Okay. Yes, he's the best. He is. He's clearly the best G.I. Joe character of all. I challenge you to find a better one. Um, Come at me, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, he's but Roadblock clearly... gets, like, blinded for real. <laughs> yeah, he gets better
1: later. Um, okay, just making sure. So yeah. does that mean Cobra will get better eventually? I mean... Surely Cobra doesn't stay a snake, right? Dude, there's a lot of things happening at the end of this that I don't think ever get resolved. Like I think Cobra stays a snake
0: forever. Well, I, but I think that this was like, this was like in the middle of like the series. Like the seri- the show was still running. This wasn't like at the end. Like there was more TV shows after this. I'm but pretty I don't sure.
1: think there was a lot more. I think this was the height of the height. I had Serpentor the figure
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, from the movie but I don't know. I honestly don't know, but...
0: Oh, uh, well. Uh, you keep talking. I'll do some more video research. I'm sure they
1: brought him back. I think I remember a cartoon where he came back, but anyway, so... um, Whoa. So they whoa, don't whoa. know where the G.I. Joes are keeping the B.E.T. Um, so a no- Baroness goes undercover for a second, and then we get a whole scene where they tell, they just openly say where the B.E.T. is, like, they'll never guess it's here, and then she takes off, like, a bike. Like, she was riding a motorcycle through the G.I. Joe camp. She takes the helmet off and, is like, laughs and cackles and then hops a fence and runs away, which I wish happened in more movies. I wish that Thanos had revealed his plan and then out of nowhere, like, Rocket Raccoon was like, yeah, and, like, ran off and, like, got in a ship. and Like, there's just something absolutely silly about that that... And it happens a lot in here. So they go, they, they get the BET, obviously. They infiltrate and get the BET because Cobra's no longer there and they can actually regulate and get shit done. Um,
0: uh, so, I'm oh, sorry, sorry. In yes. the... Um, this yeah. just in. This just in. Um, took a lot of work to find it. Um, so after the movie, then we've got a um, series. So in episode two of the series after the movie, um, Cobra Commander's returned to human form by the Baroness. So I gets taken care of. Nice. She brought him back. Uh. was a miniseries um, Operation Dragonfire
1: Oh, well, now I just want to know what happens to Serpentor I'll look it up in my own time I don't have, You don't have to do that friend. Um, what happens to the Globulus? I guess he gets killed I, uh... No, I think he escapes, right? I
2: don't know
1: So Serpentor In the fight to get the BET Is about to kill Falcon Duke steps between them and gets a snake Right in the heart Does the snake stay there? Is the, does the snake have a missile on its head that is going to blow up in his chest cavity if they don't get it out? I don't know. But Duke looks like he gets killed. <laughs> and Serpentor runs away. Falcon is devastated. I think this is what really turns into like, okay, I got to go be a roughneck. So the roughnecks aren't even introduced until like a third of the way through the film. Fair enough. Um, Falcon goes, he becomes a roughneck. Duke is hospitalized and is just in critical condition. They gotta find Cobra Law. They gotta stop them. They gotta get the BET back.
0: And I, I love. I was. Uh, I saw this on Wikipedia as well about the movie. Uh, the original plan was to kill Duke off, um, and I guess Falcon was gonna step up. But again, after Transformers, and they killed off Optimus Prime, and everyone was pissed off. They're like, "Oh, let's not kill him. Let's go back and change that."
1: <laughs> How do you kill your main character? I
2: just, I just love
0: it's that they were, they were doing the exact same thing the Transformers did. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, that's so crazy. And these were, like, going to come out... This was originally supposed to come out right before uh, Transformers, but then it got delayed, and then Transformers was a failure, so it got it, it got shelved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the Joes go, they got the Roughnecks, they got all of them... Oh, well, I think the Roughnecks, like, break into Cobra Law, like, the main, like, Cobra base, which is not Cobra Law. Cobra Law's in Antarctica. The Cobra base... And what do they do there? I don't remember what they do.
0: Um. They, oh, they're going to... Um, what are they going to do? It's a suicide oh, it's, mission. Oh, it's because, yeah, it's because the the, the Joes are, are they're going to be captured, and so, um, Falcon and these roughneck assholes, like, they gotta go because the Joes don't know it's a trap. But they get the information because, uh, uh, Roadblock and Cobra Commander are like, hey, it's a trap. And they're like, oh, yeah, we gotta go tell them it's a trap. Because I guess we don't have phones. Um... <laughs> So they they're going to help save them. That's why they're there. Yeah, well,
1: okay, there's a whole scene that Brad and I are forgetting at the actual Cobra base, which is different than Cobra La in Antarctica. And I don't remember why they're there because I don't remember them being trapped. doesn't matter. They I think blow up Cobra's base and it's like whatever. They got their own secret civilization up our down south. They all meet in Antarctica. and yeah, they're using the BET to warm up the pods and launch them across the across the planet. Big fight ensues. Cobra is a snake, and I think he does some... Like, Cobra attacks as a snake to help things out. Thank you, Cobra. Then he slothers away for Baroness to find him later. Uh, Falcon is dead set on killing, uh, the bad guys. Um, a lot of the bad guys who were, like, almost invincible before get thrown down pits, and they're just, like, gone. Okay. Globulus's plan is foiled as they get to the BET Falcon just says oh no they, the pods are charged they're gonna blow up any minute and someone comes with the idea of just like overcharging them like overcooking them so they blow them up in space and then the uh, spores come down through the atmosphere and burn up hopefully
0: yeah uh, hopefully it's, I, I think that's way too risky oh yeah
1: Globulus runs away to fight another day um, Falcon is trapped across a ravine that opens up because this ancient civilization's place is being destroyed um ninja lady um is awesome and she comes back and is helping them fight and her and um sergeant slaughter do a weird like they do something that defies the laws of physics like he grabs yeah. her ankles and starts like swinging her around it's almost like a rope bridge kind of yeah, thing I, and I, then I, I thought... jump out and grab her
0: yeah, I, I was I did not understand what was happening because it doesn't make sense. It, um, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, that's I
2: was true. like, oh,
0: is he gonna th- is he gonna throw her over there? But what good to- is she gonna do over there? But no, um, in actuality, it's just Falcon's going to jump and then grab her legs as she's spinning and then um, be able to ride her back <laughs> to the other side of the ravine. <gasps> okay.
1: It's a cartoon, but there's a suspension of disbelief that I just don't, I don't.
0: I I mean, a guy just
1: rode off in an orb and has a snake body.
0: So much happening, so much much flickering things happening on the screen. I don't like it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But they save the day. At the end of it, it, it's so weird when they save the day because they're like celebrating and they're like hugging. And Falcon and the ninja lady like laugh at each other and then kiss. And you're like, okay, okay. And then we see them out there and someone says, guess what? The doc says Duke's going to make a full recovery. Obviously voiceover, which is also awesome because like Brad yeah. said, like, and everyone cheers and then Falcon and her are up and they're watching the stars and they notice the spores are burning up in the atmosphere and it's over. No one knows what happens to Serpentor. Like it literally just ends. And the only resolution is this same system could keep happening over and over again. But we, we, we foiled the main plot of these weird, uh, proto-civilization serpent people proto-human civilization i guess yeah yeah and that's the gi joe movie a roller coaster ride that has very little to do i mean guys this is a wild card compared to like the show like don't get into any of
0: this shit like it's i think it's amazing that they just fucking like throw all this like like there's no like there's no easing you into this like okay this is made for kids that love this fucking cartoon because, like, there is no explanation of what the fuck is going <laughs> on or who the hell these people are. Because I, like, uh, again, like, I, I know I didn't watch it. I know I didn't watch G.I. Joe as a kid. And, like, I all I really know is, A, that first live-action movie, and the weird bit of cultural osmosis that I've just garnered by being a human um, that grew up in the 80s. Um, but, like, I have absolutely no idea who any of these people are. Um, the only reason I know anything about Roadblock is because I, I used to read a webcomic um, that made a lot of jokes about uh, Roadblock that were very funny.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of characters in G.I. Joe which I guess when we go into fashion, I don't know all their names. Mm-hmm. But ragtag is the word to use because their fashion is all over the place. There is no uniform. There's a guy who's in a sailor outfit that has like a parrot
0: yeah everybody dresses everybody just wear it's like every it's it's like it's like if the village people unionize oh yeah hey, like guys, it's a, it is a it is a a massive union of village people.
1: Come as you are to the only branch of the military that will accept you GI Joe.
0: Hey what if we took the village people but made them like straight and with laser guns? Keep
1: talking,
0: <laughs> but there was like a thousand of them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. The problem with the village people is there's just not enough of them. That's why they failed in the '80s with their big movie. There just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough of an ensemble piece. What we'll do is we'll make toys out of them. It'll be great.
0: Ah, manzies I and just like I. And just to put this in the context of like 1987, like I mean, I I just think about like Iran, Contras, and like all the terrible things. <laughs> like, ugh.
1: it was a time where we glorified the military.
0: Oh, that was there a time when we in the United States glorified the military? Well, so
1: GI Joe took a back seat in recent years. Now they're gonna reboot the franchise, but a lot of it was because it kind of lands differently now. Not that it shouldn't have landed differently then, but yeah. there's a big difference between, I guess, Cobra Law and like, again, a weird well, like, snake civilization. Yeah. And like Cobra being a terrorist organization, I mean they're like buffoons. Like they're like, I think they're like diamond heisting and stuff.
0: Like they're not really, they're they, not they, a real terrorist yeah, organization. they've done a great job of like cartoonifying like um, military to a point of, you know, Making it, uh, making it a thing that is, um, not as offensive to children. But you also, you know, there was also that '80s thing where, like, we we, because you know we we had come down as a society so far against the military, in during the Vietnam days. But then there was this weird pushback against that, to where um people were like, oh, you know, we were we were real shitty to like people that served in Vietnam, and maybe we shouldn't have been. Well, I don't know. That's debatable. Uh. Like, there was a draft, so I get that. But at the same time, fuck that shit. You should, no one should have been a part of that. Um, and then there was this... But there was this weird thing in the 80s where, like... Because we're doing, like, the, the POW um, MIA... Because there were all this, like, weird, like, fiction about... Um, there was actually secret soldiers that were left behind in Vietnam. Because all these assholes wanted to pretend that, that we were doing the right thing in Vietnam. And it was this weird revisionist history... And it turned into this crazy thing where we really got super into the military all of a sudden. But it was all just an invention of the 80s and Reagan and all of that shit. And, oh, yeah. like, to see this as its own little piece of that, like, cartoonifying military to make it um, digestible to children is really gross.
1: Oh, it's super gross. I mean, even now, because Joey's into it, as a child, I didn't get that. I thought it was just, like, I mean, it was. I, I fell into the trap of, oh, this is just a fun, silly... I guess war ish, military ish themed thing. But I was much more on the line of these are just a crazy bunch of characters. These are the village people with laser guns and they're fighting equally like other weird village people. And I don't know why, but it's fun. It's lasers. No one's. I didn't. I did not. The word terrorist didn't trip me up. The word military didn't trip me up then because I was a kid. I didn't really know any better. Now watching it, it's still, it's silly enough to where I'm like, all right, this is a joke. Yeah, it
0: is very far removed from anything approaching the military.
1: But you're right. It's still weird. Like, it still reminds me, it harkens back to that time that makes me feel gross to think about. And to know about now how people are still like pro Israel with everything that we talked about on previous podcasts and the stuff that's presently happening, and you're like, God damn, like you just can't, you can't. Yeah, it's irres- I- it borderline's irresponsible to make yeah. something like this in the present day. Like that would be even remotely more serious, or even like as a joke, like even like a GI Joe's heart. To me, it's not, it's not entertaining. It's not something we should be doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love all these kooky characters, absolutely. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Like, I and this is harmless uh, now. I would say, yeah, G.I. yeah Joe, yeah. this is harmless, but
0: I, I really, I don't understand what my um as a child, like, I mean, I know what my uh, um, objections to military is now. I, I just, I wonder what it was as a kid because I was just always really against military stuff, like. Even like the movie Predator, like I, I I was so I was of course super into Schwarzenegger, but that one I was still like, I don't know, this is a too there's too much soldier shit going on. There I was mean, something about it that I've always kind of just been like, the aesthetic of it, I don't like. I would say like gross
1: versions of masculinity is something that I didn't like about it. Like yeah. these guys like taking pride in like quote unquote like roughing it, being a man's man and like to me, I was like, this is silly.
0: It, yeah, it's, <laughs> a lot of performative, like it's a lot of performative masculinity, I think. Yeah. Um. Obviously. The, but the fact that you're supposed same... to,
1: like, they're supposed to, like, neuter you of your individuality because it's all part of the yeah. group. No one wants that. Yeah. No creative type wants that. It's America true. doesn't want that. That's not part of the American dream. We're supposed to be special special little flowers.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know. because I, But the thing is that always trips me up is, like, I was soups into Schwarzenegger, um... Like, like I loved all Arnold oh, movies, yeah. but like, and I mean, what's more like over the top masculine, like you know, bullshit than like a fucking Schwarzenegger movie? But Arnold kind of, I mean, is a s- almost.
1: I was gonna say parody. GI Joe is almost a parody of Arnold.
0: But or as a kid, kind of like I, 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 but as a kid, I didn't. I don't think I, I don't think I was making those fucking. You no, know, you didn't. But you knew that
1: Arnold was different than say, you're like a weird uncle that had been in the military and was never like. Like yeah. I, I realized that what I was seeing on television was an exaggeration of something, but I didn't even like the underlying exaggeration of it. Like, to me, right. it was all, like, I didn't really like Rambo as a kid. Like Rambo now is fun, because mm-hmm. it's Rambo. Like, the second Rambo movie is insane Roller Coaster oh, ride. It's God, basically second. a live G.I. Joe movie.
0: Second Rambo, like, that is a delight. Uh, oh, I mean, the uh, first Rambo, real, real movie. Actual yeah, real, real movie. movie. Um, and had a lot to play into that weird, like, 80s, like, nostalgia of Am I mean, it, it, like, it's definitely a product of that. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: it had something but. good to say about it, I would say. Like, it's like, this is not a good thing. Fair enough. Yeah. Whatever. The second one was over there. And the third one was just... I mean, that, again, a live-action yeah. G.I. Joe movie. When a helicopter and a tank meet on the battlefield, like, physically to have to oh. touch... it, It's like, I don't... You're flying the helicopter talk. wrong, sir.
0: <laughs> I mean, I love them. I love those movies, because they're so ridiculous. But talk about becoming a parody of itself.
1: No, dude. Like, ugh.
0: Yeah. Oh.
1: they go from that to like the new Rambo that is hyper violent in a realistic way that's it's I mean it's like I was watching Grey's Anatomy the way that those people were liquefied in the back of that truck when he like just when that happened in that movie there was a level of like like I was just I had to disconnect I was like this is so realistic looking and disturbing how are people enjoying that I'm not enjoying watching these soldiers getting liquefied in this thing by this by Rambo's bullets this is weird I Why mean, are we uh, watching this?
0: I I I will say I, I went back and watched it recently. Uh, um, really, uh, the the new Rambo and I, well, it is like insanely over the top, and it it's just like explosions of humans. Um I wouldn't say realistic is the right word anymore because there is so much CGI blood that is so oh. CGI well, dude, that they like
1: like really liquefy people in the back of the thing. But at the time, it looked real. Like now, it probably will. I've seen Thanos. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. Thanos looks real. It's the Navis and Thanos that ruined realistic violence because I'm like, oh, that's yeah. obviously you can't. Yeah, I,
0: I just think it's it's fascinating how far like our effects have gone in eight years or however because that wasn't that long ago that the new true. Rambo came out
1: I but mean, we just need like better special effects on Grey's anatomy
0: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: i mean come on think about that just,
0: the cgi blood is is very silly looking at times in that movie now um, <laughs> but yeah it is, <laughs> it is a slog it is a fucking slog yeah, of a movie
1: it's just depressing and not good yeah. i mean it's i mean it's what it is but it's not like it's not Rambo 2
0: i mean it's it's good because it is what it is like it's, it that's oh, the whole true. point of it is like it's it's the idea of that movie is unrelenting horrific brutality, which takes it closer to like the actual premise of Rambo. But at the same time, yeah, it is. It's it, yeah, it's up. It is. It's it's an interesting choice.
1: <laughs> so yeah, GI Joe. Um, I'm not sure what else there is to say about it. I mean, it's silly and ridiculous, and I enjoy it for that. It it taps my nostalgia for GI Joe and. I enjoyed it for what it is. I think it's a fun little cartoon movie.
0: I, I think I watched this twice last night because I was working on my Jughead hat um, oh. and like I was like, I, I think I need to take this in again because I genuinely do not know what happened are who's, uh, who's what?
1: It's a lot of back and forth. It's like he, they attack us, we attack them back and forth to get something, and then they always get it back. And there's a lot of spying, and then there's like a huge info dump about yeah. the, a part of history you don't know about. Like it's it almost to a kid, I'd imagine it would be overwhelming. Oh, yeah. And if we're an yeah. adult, a little sleep at night trying to make something else yeah it's a daunting it's a daunting show
0: i just think of like moms like if this had been again oh, this wasn't in theaters but if this had been in theaters like a um, mom's taking like their kids and just being like what the fuck is this shit like wh- what is this what i don't I, what is happening who what why am i having a seizure what's going on
1: how many people who were super into what's the alien rep the reptilians thing must have, like, gone over that. Like, must have, like, started cheering when they saw oh, this. Oh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Alex Jones like, see, science fact. This show is awesome.
1: <laughs> you know he owns Serpentor figures. Like, he's got a oh, yeah, grip of them. G.I. Joe really broke this out to the popular culture.
0: Definitely. I mm-hmm. mean, it's I, I. It's what I've been saying all along, you know. It's... uh it's uh, um ping pong pizza um serpentor it all makes sense <laughs> now
1: can we even do like best dress worst dress who won who lost
0: oh god okay who lost cobra commander he Easily. turned into a snake
1: his people don't like him he's a snake now like a he real was,
0: snake he was humiliated in front of his whole crew um and then he got turned into a snake I'd like to think that when he
1: first, because he, he f- discovered the spores and kind of got like a weird like quadruple eye thing going and like kind of a snake face. Yeah. Before he was like a, a really ripped, like pale, bald guy who was like a scientist. Um, and then he got like a weird face, which is why he wears his mask. No one's seen, his, no one's seen him without his mask, except for Globulus or whatever his name is. But Cobra, Cobra loses in a bad... I like to think because he got the voice then and that, yeah, he's lost in a bad
0: also, way. Also, there's thing. just a lot of scenes of people carrying him around as, like, a snake. <laughs> which yeah. is pretty... That's pathetic. Like, G.I. Joes are going to have to carry you around because you're a snake. And he's the just saying, I used to be a man.
1: <laughs> and they're all, like, really freaked out about it, as they should be.
0: Then he has to lassie the G.I. Joes to the fucking um, Cobra Law hideout. They're like, come on, come on, Cobra Commander, show us where they're at, boy, show us where they're at. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I I would like to remember the scene where there was that dog that kept bringing back the explosions to the dude, and they would throw it back. That's dangerous. Yes. That's dangerous. Uh. I know it's a joke, but that's I don't know. Um, um, I would almost like to say that maybe Serpentor loses. To, I uh, so Cobra when they attack says, uh, they basically just yell Cobra and they attack. But when Serpentor attacks for Cobra la they oh, go Cobra la 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 Yeah. And Serpentor like- looks like a a freaking j- like a, just a weirdo, and everyone yeah. looks at him. I think maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm imposing this in the cartoon. But when he does that, I think everyone kind of just like relaxes for a second. It's like, are you fucking kidding me, dog? Oh, that's
0: not that's not good. Yeah, I, I almost forgot about that because that's that's real that's real racist. <laughs> It's racist, and it's just... It comes out of nowhere, and it's weird. Yeah.
1: Come on, guys. Yeah. It's is for Cobra-la. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Serpentor, I don't know, man. So that's one of the low points for Serpentor, but he, de- Cobra definitely loses. But who
0: wins? Oh. I mean, I guess maybe Falcon?
1: Falcon wins because he gets to rebel. He gets to kiss that lady at the end that he was trying to get with in the beginning. Um, he gets a slap on the wrist, and his brother almost dies, but doesn't. Like, yeah. he basically becomes a hero, and you know he's still a jerk.
0: Like, he, first of all, he fucks up, and because his brother is, like, a main G.I. Joe guy, um, he gets to go to training with, like, a fucking wrestler and some weirdos. <laughs> and then he gets to save the day and get the girl.
1: The weirdos are a football player who was too rough, um, some pirate guy, <laughs> like a guy who's basically a pirate. And I don't remember the other guy.
0: Yeah, it is... I, if anybody knows anything about fucking G.I. Joe and wants to explain it, what the fuck is going on, because I can't, like, I have never felt like such an old fucking man, because I don't understand. <laughs> I had to watch this twice to understand what the hell was happening. It's
1: dense. It is dense.
0: I mean, talk about selling some toys. Like no wonder, like they were, I, I they made so much money because there's like eight billion
1: characters. Dude, every vehicle in here and every like building is a toy you can buy. Like yeah. that Cobra base is a toy place that you can buy.
0: Oh, when they're doing that training montage, I'm like, oh, I bet you can buy that that training facility. Oh, dude. Um, what was also weird... Like, it's like are they trying to... It, it made me
1: think that they were trying to kill all the new G.I. Joes. Like, the guy... Yeah. It would not surprise me if the guy in the mask that has, like, a the ski mask on, like, training them, took off his mask and it was Destro. Or, like, it was also a Cobra person, like, trying to kill the new Joes. Because it's just yeah. insane. The le- like, they're using live grenades in a training session. <laughs> You're wearing grenades and there's, like, fire everywhere. It's like, what's going on? But, um, yeah. So... Kerba loses, Falcon wins. Brad, do we even want to try best dress,
0: worst dress? Yes, we have worst to. dress.
1: I think any one of these motherfuckers could win.
0: Oh, it's uh, yeah. I, I feel like we need to we need to focus on best dress first because that's okay. That's gonna be the easier, I would assume. Can
1: any uh, GI Joe win who has a grenade strapped as just like their normal everyday wear?
0: Because
1: a lot of them seem to just have ca- casually have grenades as like just an ornamentation just as an accessory
0: oh manzies who could possibly win best dressed <laughs> I'm just like looking at who is the least offensively dressed
1: at this point I'd almost say you have to think like best could also kind of lend into coolness
0: oh yeah definitely The
1: Baroness's outfit is alright it's all black she's got a lot of cool belts going on she gets by pretty well Destro's got that weird like cobra neck going on yeah but i respect it um i would have to say duke is just a well-dressed military guy same thing with falcon
0: yeah but like i i don't like that aesthetic of like a fucking military uniform
1: i mean i agree with you i'm just saying that they're dressed well as compared to a lot of these other jokers
0: sure i mean if we're just talking about like uniform i think cobra commander is like cobra commander is pretty high up on the list cobra commander's outfit is awesome I
1: can we can say that maybe he loses, but ultimately he wins. Best he also has like a cape through part of this. Like his outfit can support a cape, and it's fine. It doesn't look crazy.
0: No, no, I like the cape.
1: An outfit that you could go cape or no cape on at any moment, I think, Mm -hmm. is great.
0: Um. Ah, fuck! I keep missing it. Um. So there's a there's a there's a shot like in the in the in like the opening like little musical um Statue of Liberty thing that I'm trying to get to.
1: Should they make G.I. Joe the musical on Broadway? They may already be doing it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all, right, all right. I'm going to send you a screenshot. Because <laughs> I noticed this... <laughs> um... I, okay. So it's when Cobra is, like, coming... They're, like, parachuting in. And then you see all the people running. Um... <laughs> one of the people just in the background yeah there's this there's this woman in this crazy pink outfit with pink hair and like a headband um hold up I'm gonna I'm gonna get this file here and send it your way that like it caught my attention the first time around I made a middle note of it I was like gotta gotta save that one um so I'm like I don't I don't know what you I don't know what kind of weird future outfit you're trying to wear <laughs> cuz you look like a refugee from like a, a sci-fi movie.
1: Yeah, that's from Days of Future Past. That's uh that's a mutant from the future running.
0: Yeah, I don't know if she's the worst, but I think she's an honorable mention cuz like she's not in a stupid costume. Yeah, that's I, just what she decided to wear.
1: Honorable mention for sure. I don't know. I see in in a in a show that's known for its crazy outfits. I love that the background characters also have insane crazy outfits.
0: Yeah. Um uh, Serpentor is pretty fucking awful. Serpentor, You got
1: snakes as part of your ensemble, and you can like make them weapons. Okay. He,
0: your head isn't a snake head. Like that's just dumb and impractical. <laughs> we can make him worse dressed. I'm cool with that. I, I, I mean, you know, there's a lot of GI Joes. I'm trying to just find some, like, because man, they go all by fast. All of them look like. Like the basketball they, guy is also real stupid looking.
1: He's wearing a jersey and then like a strap that has grenades on it. Yeah, and the jersey's
0: also... He's got, he's got a tucked-in jersey. No. Okay,
1: he's already in the top of the worst dress for that alone. You can't tuck in a jersey. What the fuck is going on? I'd be cool. I think it'd be funny if Cobra won best-dressed, but uh, Serpentor was the worst-dressed. Uh, yeah. Because it's funny. Yeah. All the G.I. Joes, I mean, they all look the same. They're all just, like, random... Outfits except for the people in military garb And none of us want to make those All the bad guys for Cobra that aren't like Cobra And like the main guys are also Kind of G.I. Joe ragtaggy
0: Yeah oh also um Um honorable mention for Stupid outfit goes to a sexy Snake lady oh yeah um because Like I don't know what the hell her deal is It's a leotard that's just strange But she chose these like weird like Circles on it it's very strange
1: Oddly ornate for no reason The fashion of these snake people is weird but when your supreme leader, Globulus, is doing that mold orb thing, like, I guess they don't really have much, maybe not high fashion, when they went dormant 40,000 years ago, they never really progressed,
0: I guess. God, God Globulus is like, um, fucking, he's, he's like a, um, I, uh, he's like a vegetation-based Professor X. Yeah. <laughs> flying around in that fucking pod thing. It's weird.
1: His toy was strange, because he had, like, you could do all oh, of
0: wow. that. Oh, wow. Candy. Uh, I don't even know what that oh it's
1: gonna be a weird looking toy. It was awkward to play with, from what I've heard. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that's G.I. Joe the movie.
0: Yeah. Sure is. Oh wow, I'm looking at this Galobulus action figure right now. This is weird
1: looking. I mean the the show would be nothing if the toys weren't fun to play with. I mean they're they're a really nice size, like the weapons are really well, like, scaled to them. If you want to Pew pew lasers at other action figures, you could you could I mean yeah, you can't do much better than G.I. Joe. Yeah. Which do you think is a better movie? If I had to rank Transformers, G.I. Joe, and the He Man movie, He Man's number one.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Then um. for
1: me to be G.I. Joe no, you know, now as we talk about well, G.I. Joe gets points for just being crazy and over the top, and I guess slightly succeeding they killed Optimus Prime in the Transformers movie. So for that alone, I'm a little bit. I'm still yeah. salty as an a as an adult. It, I, I, as a I kid, it was devastating.
0: I mean, I he. I've I've got the nostalgia connection to He Man absolutely because I absolutely watched that. I didn't watch Transformers or GI Joe. Um, I did see the Transformers movie as a kid though. Um, are yeah. there
1: any other like animated movies that were big? I'm not talking about the. I'm obviously talking about um for the honor of love.
0: Yeah, he yeah, Man, the Secret of the Sword, movie. the one yeah, where they introduced Shira. Went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was looking at the uh, the Wikipedia page. Um, so apparently, um, there were the Transformers movie and the My Little Pony movie were both flops, which is why they didn't put this out. So My Little Pony was was the other cartoon. I mean, there was also like a Care Bear movie too. Right? Oh, there was a grip of Care Bear movies. I remember watching a few of those. Um,
1: I don't know why, but for some reason now, if we talk about this, saying the word Care Bear or like the phrase Care Bear seems weird and alien to me. It's like, what the fuck were we doing?
0: Well, and then they introduced like the weird Care Bear cousins, which were just other animals that like, and that was a that was a weird fucking thing that happened. I mean, the,
1: the things we do to sell Bears, toys, to children. and the Care
0: Bears were all like from greeting cards, like. Like, the 80s, yeah, that's where they originated from. They were, like, from fucking, they were, like, greeting cards. Makes sense. Like, it's the 80s and what I find so ridiculous and amazing about the 80s and why I think the nostalgia for it is so strong still is because there was just this weird uh, commercialization of everything to, to its most extreme with, like, no... No, no one stopped and said, "Should we do this? Does this make sense?" It was like, "We can do it. We can sell it." Like it was just capitalism run amok oh, in the most yeah. ridiculous ways possible, and somehow all of these crazy things, like they just they went and it happened. And it's like it was the period of time where we were mass producing things and selling things like crazy, but we w- maybe we didn't focus group them to death. We just went we went with the crazy idea and then we pushed it all the way. and there was there was no one fucking sanding those corners down to make this more reasonable delivery to children. It was just do it, just do it. Don't think about it, just do it.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's true. There's a, uh, I love that, uh, what is it, the Toys That Made Us documentary on uh, Netflix, which the next season's coming up, actually, I think in the next few days, if not like tomorrow. Um, I just
0: restarted my Netflix, so I'm...
1: Oh, dude, you gotta get on that immediately. They do G.I. Joe. They do, uh, I think they do He-Man. Yeah. He-Man might be the new season. Um, It's amazing. Like, it's really cool. But there's a a YouTube channel I watch uh, where a guy goes and basically does that with every toy franchise from the 80s and then... There were some obscure things I forgot about that had elaborate histories of what Brad just said. Like, who cares? Buy it from Japan as an intellectual property and just shovel it to these kids on God. shelves.
0: So crazy, so crazy.
1: Um, yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to RamJack. It's always a fun time. Brad, pleasure. Um, get at us. There's the RamJack Facebook page. Um, there's the RamJack website, RamJackPodcast.com. There you can get. All the ways to contact us. Tell us what's going on in life. Tell us what's going on.
0: Do it. What's going Do on? It. Tell us. What's happening? Please tell us. We're so lost and confused. Please help. Do you want to buy a Jughead hat? Do you want to buy a carafe? You know what? There's always... You can, whatever reason you want to give us money, like, just feel free.
1: Should there be a bidding war for the hat? I'm just mm. saying. I'm just saying.
0: Bidding war for the hat.
1: <laughs> you want to start chanting that? <laughs> Bidding more for that. Bidding more for, for that. Put it on eBay. I'm, it's going to skyrocket. I know it.
0: Definitely. Definitely.
1: Don't put it on eBay. I couldn't sell something if I made something that awesome. Like, that hat is super cool. Make a, make a sequel to pretty it.
0: sweet hat. It's a pretty fucking sweet hat. I'm not going to Give me that for
1: $4. I'm going to challenge you to make a, the sequel to it for under $4 and sell it for a huge profit. Did you hand-stitch that? Yeah. No fucking way. That's really yeah. nice. Thank
2: you.
1: Here, I thought you just got a machine out and did it. You hand hand stitched, super accurate, awesome jughead Jones hat? That's
0: right. That's $30 right. Thirty dollars isn't enough. No. We made don't... this pattern I made this pattern by hand.
1: At that point I'm thinking it's sixty dollars it doubles the Six, price of sixty dollars.
0: Sixty dollars. Still a real bo- still still a real bargain. A real bargain. Oh, um yeah. hey you want a craft to go with it? You can make that happen, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's really up to you and how much you're willing to put into this as to how much or, or what how the craft gets to you in the hat.
0: Oh God, guys, listen, listen, I just paid $140 worth of lab fees this morning. Um Ooh. so like if anybody wants to buy this hat or a craft, it would be appreciated. Please buy a craft or a hat or whatever. Just tell me what to sell you. Please.
1: You're going around wrong, Brad. We gotta just find something in Japan, bring it over here, and just sell it to people.
0: Okay, I'll do that. You wanna buy the hot new thing from Japan? Guys, just give me your fucking money. Give me your money and I'll give you the hot new thing from Japan. It's Jughead hats, by the way, and crap. It's real hot over there. So hot. Flying off those shelves, flying across the sea. Mm. Um... And Joes, listen up. I know you're wearing some real crazy outfits, and you you're you're playing by your own rules cause you're rookie cops in the force or something. I don't really know what we do, but there's one thing I'm gonna ask you to follow the rules on, mm-hmm. and that's don't take, take your hand on the will blow up or turn into snakes or something. I don't I don't really know.
1: I think Christina Ricci could have been a G.I. Joe. I think her character, a lot of her character, the character in Great Sinana could be a G.I. Joe. <laughs>
0: well, for, well, what, would her, what would her think be? Well, she's a paramedic. Okay, so um, she's a paramedic that gets her hands stuck in things. All the time. Yeah, that's just like her stick. Like she, oh, she's got like different things. Like she, she can, uh, she can go back to a bowling ball. She can get her hand stuck in a bowling ball and then use it as a weapon.
1: <laughs> my arm has become a mace because I now have my fingers stuck in a bowling ball. Yeah.
0: She just gets her hands stuck in things and uses it as a weapon. Yeah,
1: her both of her hands are always occupied with stuff to do, so she can't like she's always stuck. She's like, mm-hmm. she just kind of shrugs and goes at it with that Gojo attitude that we need now more than ever.
0: Huh. It's like the thing with the, the monkey with the with the fucking salt <laughs> getting its hand stuck in the tree. <laughs> it's Christina Ricci. That's her life. Yeah, it's her life. <laughs> Speed Racer?
1: Why is my hand stuck? <laughs> Did I even mention Speed Racer as a movie been in? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. <laughs> Just making sure I mentioned that yeah. one. Probably my
0: th- no no. It's the most important one. Yeah. You also mentioned Black Snake Moan.
1: <laughs> Such
0: a weird Eeks. movie.
1: Such a weird. Yeah, movie.
0: It's a very strange
1: movie. It's because we were talking about G.I. Joe that made me think of snakes, and thus I remembered Black Snake Moan. Sure, sure.
0: Boy, what a great campsite! Yeah, here's more wood for the fire.
1: Help! My balls are on fire! Run for the stream!
0: Don't run! Here! Let me wrap this around you. You okay?
2: Lucky thing you were around, Spirit.
0: Lucky thing you didn't run. Remember, running only makes the fire worse. If your clothes catch fire, wrap yourself in a rug or blanket.
1: And roll on the ground to smother the flames. Now we know.
2: And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe!